Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome to Big Dumb Monsters. I am Chris. I'm Nick. And this week we are talking about the second best movie in the Alien franchise. First best. Alien. That's right. <laughs> 1979's Alien, starring Ridley Scott. Directed by Ridley Scott. <laughs> no, he was. He was actually he was in it. He did a little bit of puppet work. Yeah. Uh, but starring Sigourney Weaver, Tom Skerritt, uh, fucking Ian Holm, Yafit Kato, Harry yeah. Dean Stanton. A who's who of late seventies, yeah. early eighties mega stars. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, an amazing movie, fucking classic for a reason. Yeah. Um, glad you. I'm glad you're coming around to it. I never thought it wasn't a good movie. It's just not as good as Aliens. <laughs> and, the, and the debate rages on. Uh, but anyway, here we go. Big Dumb Monsters talking about Alien. Enjoy the show. First time I've ever actually was able to watch this movie all the way through without like having to stop it midway for some reason, getting interrupted or like falling asleep or something. What? Yeah, no joke. How is that even possible? I, I I've been like cursed every time I've tried to watch this movie. Something happens where I like it, you know, like I said, either fall asleep or something interrupts the middle of the movie and I have to like stop it for a while. Oh well, that's probably why you have that weird thing for the second one. Maybe. Maybe. I mean I saw I mean I saw that one when I was a kid. I didn't see this one until I was like in college, maybe. What the fuck kind of life do you live? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, no. I I the other one I'd seen just way more. Like this one I, I like I had to specifically seek this one out. I don't I don't know what to say to that. Like this for me, this movie has always been like the pinnacle it's just that good uh, like i saw it i don't know the first time i saw it was probably <sighs> my like early teens yeah probably yeah. and so it's just always yeah, it's probably like me. i want to say 18 or 19 probably the first time i saw this yeah yeah <clears throat> back it's... when i could rent like two movies at a time from uh yeah from blockbuster rent one get one free so you were able to like start it and just ride the whole thing through today i got just to just just to make sure my streak is unbroken amanda shows up <laughs> literally as the fucking the alien gets blasted out of the goddamn airlock like i'm like okay i mean you're most of the way through yeah, it so there like anyway. i had to stop it like yeah, yeah yeah uh but yeah i i mean like i i do have a different appreciation for it appreciation for it now be like finally like yeah being able to sit through the whole thing um, still not my favorite of the franchise. I mean, the the, the damage is done. Like, it, it, I have a feeling if you saw this one first and were able to pay attention to it, you'd have a different point of view. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't necessarily. I don't. We'll never know for sure. Yeah. But knowing me and knowing my movie taste, I think I'm always going to prefer 
aliens over alien. Yeah, I mean, you do you do have a a I, fondness I, for like the action flick, the spectacle. Yeah, yeah. I really like. I want I, like the main thing I want from a movie is to like <clears throat> is to have fun. Or, you want like, those like oh shit moments. Yeah, if I can't have fun, I at least want to be thinking through it. Like you know. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like those are the two things I'm looking for, and like yeah. I think that I think aliens just delivers more on that for me. Like the spectacle of it all, like just like I grew up in the fucking eighties. Like we're fucking, it's like you're hardwired for yeah, explosions. Yeah. <laughs> big explosions and fucking, you know, Marines kicking ass and fucking, yeah. you know, I think, I, I, you know what? Like this is, this is probably the perfect example of our movie dichotomy. Yeah. yeah. Where like you love that. And, and don't get me wrong. I also love that. But I lean much, much harder into this style of movie where it's yeah. tone and pacing and like shot setup. And like, and- yeah, don't get me wrong. I do love this type of movie. I just like I have to be like more in the mood for it. Like I can yeah. always sit down and watch the spectacle. Right. Like that is, you know, just pop it on. Like, yeah, I'm always for it. Yeah. Like this, you know, again, this is the perfect example. Like I have to sit down and deliberately watch this. And, like, I have not gotten the chance to do that, like, completely unbroken, like, until today. Right. Um, so, I mean, I do have, I do have, like, I I do appreciate it a lot more, but still, like, no, Aliens is... I think yeah. he, you, I think you described it this way a long time ago, and you said, Aliens is a zombie movie, or Alien is a haunted house movie. Yes, yeah, yeah. And that really does fit... Uh, as a description and i am a lot more of a haunted house movie kind of person yeah um like literally like i love a haunted house movie you know it's like or a possession movie or like things that take you know like a normal situation and just kind of turn it to make it diabolical and this is exactly what this is yeah the first this is like my biggest gripe with this movie is the pacing the first 30 minutes is basically a work safety video. <laughs> like it, it's really, it's dry. It's boring. It's just people like it's people just, you know, bitching about work, you know, at the same time though, like, you know, each of these people you've worked. I've said but this they're, before about they're other grounding movies. it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're, they're grounding the characters. You've worked with these people, you know, absolutely the guy who's bitching about like, we better get that fucking bonus, man. Yeah. Like, you know, yep. Um, just I, like, you know, I, I agree with you. To a, a, an extent, it's but it's that it's so deliberately like that. Yeah, because they're setting up like the way everything works and the 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 chain of command and the, the like. I like that character. I don't like this character, but you're also seeing all of this gorgeous set work. Yeah, yeah, the detail that goes into the like. The design of everything in this is just incredible. Yeah. Like, they they really, really did a great job with all the model making, all the set work. Yeah. Um, one of the perfect examples is the spacesuits. Like yeah. It's, you know, spacesuit, whatever. Like, it's just a white kind of, like, puffy thing. Like, you get into it. But, like, as I noticed at the end of the movie, and Ripley's putting the, the helmet on. There's like this like inlay like just design like yeah. in this like the white parts of completely the space. useless yeah. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. gorgeous yeah 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 um 
Oh, another thing about those suits that I really liked is once she gets the helmet on and it kind of lights up a little bit, there's like all the that like paneling and buttons and shit. Mm-hmm. It's all like basically like a like a HUD yeah. on the inside. Like Iron Man suit, basically. Yeah, it's like, fucking yeah. great. Yeah. But that's I think that's another thing with the the beginning of this movie is it's it's very low key to get you relaxed. Like there is some tension. You see, like, but it, it's it, like it's not relaxing me though. Like one thing I was gonna point out, and I think why is there's almost no music. Like throughout the whole movie, there's very minimal music. Um, but you know when it's there, it's used really effectively. Yeah. But like, there's just like there's like this lifelessness to this the, the beginning of this movie to me. Yeah. Like it's just very like I said, very dry, very just people arguing about procedures and like just bitching about small talk at work. Yeah. Well, um, it, but once because at this point it's in, like at this it point it's in. a drama. Yeah. Ooh, excuse me. And then it turns into a horror movie. Yeah. But I like that flip. I don't know. That's just. That's it's my thing, you know what I mean? Like I I like a slow burn, which this this is definitely yeah doesn't sure. really have the reputation of being, but it definitely is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like once everything goes crazy, it goes fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. Like when I was watching it today, I like that point where I crossed over, like from like I was watching it, I'm like oh this really is like just dry and dull, and then like. As I'm thinking about that, within like ten minutes, I just realized like I'm fully invested now. Like, yeah, it's the bait and switch. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this, the inside of the 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 main computer Mother, room. Yeah, I, it. I mean, it's the most '60s '70s sci-fi thing I've ever seen, but it's <laughs> gorgeous. Yeah. What's cool because like anything where it's like the um. Like it's it's a really important computer or technology that is super clean. Everything where everybody's living or working, filthy, filthy and dirty. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like they're definitely putting care into where the grime is in these. In this, like I like a lived-in sci-fi. Yeah, yeah. You know that's why I love Star Wars. That's why The Expanse is awesome. You know, like Firefly. Yeah. Anything like I'm. I have an appreciation for the super clean um, futurism kind of thing. I mean, I love Star Trek, and that's all that is. Yeah. But that nasty, dirty, lived-in look, while it's still high-tech, it adds more realism. Realism, yeah. yeah. It's, it's more. It's easier to invest. Like, yeah. You know, your attention and, and, and <clears throat> just invest in the movie itself. Yeah. God, these models are so gorgeous. Yeah, I was looking at the uh, specifically like the drop ship, like that looks so amazing. Like when it's coming down to the uh, when it's landing on uh, what we find out later. You know, the next movie is uh, mm-hmm. LV four twenty six. I think is the. Plan. Uh, I think you're right. Yeah, um, just the detail, like on the bottom of the ship, are these t- these individual tiny little lights. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like a whole, I mean, rows of them. It's got to be like a. Probably two or three dozen of these just little like somebody had to make each one of these little lights and like yeah. attach it to the bottom of a model. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I I don't know. I just love aesthetically. I love this movie. I love the series aesthetically. Yeah. And 
as much as I, you know, like give you shit for aliens and and you know everybody else, but like aliens is a good ass fucking movie. Like yeah. it really is. Yeah, yeah. It's just not. It's just, not this. Like, it's just a completely different it's, movie it's, than this. Yeah, yeah, such a complete tonal shift. <clears throat> um, it's the same as like we were talking about with Starship Troopers. Like the first one is this, you know, like clever satire, and then the second one is just a straight fucking action war action, movie. Yeah, like yeah. you can't do that. Like it just it. Mm. <laughs> it's just not supposed to be that way. <laughs> James Cameron, man. He he definitely put his touch on it. And you know what's what's hilarious is like you watch this and you go, that is a Ridley Scott movie. And you watch the second one, and you're like, that is a fucking James Cameron yeah. movie. Oh yeah, they each have their signature look. And like they're really not that different, but they are just distinct enough, like where you know, like like Ridley Scott has a different like kind of glow than like a James Cameron movie does, yeah. you know? Yeah, like a uh James Cameron specializes in like slick visuals like not uh, i don't know it's hard to describe but it's like everything is just perfect yeah you know what i mean like everything is set up perfectly ridley scott is more of that like lived in kind of garbagey like loose feel to it which you get in this you get in blade runner you know I was looking at this. I was like, some of these shots almost look like fucking the same as Blade Runner. Yeah, yeah, they yeah they both do have a very very similar look. I was just about to say before I, I forget, we're uh, the world is about to be put to the James Cameron like Ugh. how much of his bullshit can we stomach test? Like, cause I not gonna lie, like I am not hyped about avatar 2 i don't i could not care less like, i'm gonna see it like only because i i see you know, I, have, I have the fucking you real just go, you go see movies yeah, yeah 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 um and because well like even if it, i would probably pay to see it because it's james fucking cameron like yeah you know it, it, it he doesn't make bad movies exactly track record you know the track record says the man does not make a bad movie that being said he's got a fucking lot to get ahead of uh in avatar 2 because like yeah, I just I, the first one wasn't th- that great. I mean, like the 3D was cool. That was the first movie that did like good it was 3D. It was gorgeous. Yeah, the was, story was the same fucking environmental story times. you see yeah. a million times. Yeah, nothing groundbreaking. So like, I don't know. And like, it's been like ten fucking years since that movie came out. Like, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, but that being said, again, like I know I'm gonna walk out of that movie being like, fuck, that was actually good. Yeah, we'll see. I just, I don't know. I didn't buy into the hype on the first one. I watched it. It was fine. Yeah. It was too fucking long. Yeah. Oh, that movie could have been like 45 minutes shorter. It should have been. At least. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. <clears throat> I, I don't know. Donner agrees. Yep. He's grumbling <clears throat> back there. I think he said, uh, I don't know why people got to be horny for those blue aliens. Is, what, <laughs> is that what he said? Anyway. <laughs> Enough about those aliens. Yeah, Let's talk about you. this alien. This alien. Oh, I love H.R. Geiger so much. <laughs> oh, I love him, love him, love him. His penis monsters. His and... penis and vagina monsters, yeah. yep. <laughs> um, as I was watching this, I'm like, maybe I'm thinking, overthinking this a little bit. Like, this alien is really just like a, a like, 
you know, grunt aliens. Like a, I'm assuming like a warrior class alien. Yeah. Yep. Um, it can't replicate. It can't like, you know, lay eggs. So like. It's a worker bee. Yeah. What the fuck is it going to do? I mean, like, I, I understand that like it would probably kill people. Like it would probably like eat, eat at least one person just for food. Yeah. But once it like grew to full size, like I'm the whole time I'm thinking like, why wouldn't it just like it would know? I mean, it's smart enough to know things like I need to get into the escape, you know, shuttle to fucking get the fuck out of here. So like, yeah. it's got intelligence. So like, it would know that like once they saw the thing bust out of the guy's chest, like once they knew that it like it shed that skin and was you know might be in a different form, like that fucking ship is probably gonna go straight home, and like his best option like is probably to just fucking chill out relax wait till this thing gets to wherever the fuck it's gonna go and like maybe there will be other like xenomorphs there like i don't know maybe there will be something i could do there other than just like because if i kill enough people this ship's not going anywhere like i'm gonna fucking i'm gonna be stuck here yeah so like i don't know it just it's it's whole like motivation didn't make sense to me again maybe i'm just thinking i'm trying to i'm trying to think about it in in terms of this movie without bringing in the others because they're like this is the first one. Yeah, Obviously, I'm not even like right. thinking about the other movie. I'm thinking just like nature in general. Like, yeah. what would this thing do? I don't know. It's it's really hard to think about that. Like, and take yourself away from lore that we know. Yeah, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, because obviously it's you know they reproduce and they gather resources for the queen and eventually so that's what it would just do it would just gather fucking you know it would probably like terraform like they do like yeah and then just gather resources in case fucking something showed up right but i guess that's kind of what it's supposed to be here unless it's just chaos uh, if it's yeah if it's just a fucking monster that eventually yeah, I mean, like at this point, you don't, they're not you don't, planning a, a franchise at this point. Yeah, because you don't know where the eggs come from. You don't know if this thing lays the eggs uh, that's or true. not. You know? Yeah, yeah, that's true. I am thinking it, like overthinking it a little bit. Yeah, but I mean, it, it's valid. Yeah. Um. Oh, I forgot. I was supposed to use this. Oh, the heater. Yeah. Get our tootsies warm. Oh, that's the stuff. <laughs> Um. Yeah, the the design of I mean everything monster related in this is just fucking impeccable. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You've got H.R. Geiger doing the designs. I can't remember who did the like the modeling and and the actual like sculpture work. I know H.R. Geiger did a lot of that too. Like on set, did a lot of a lot of like set painting and. <laughs> I think he might have worked on some of the suits. Okay. But I don't think he did most of like the actual work. I think his was more um in a design role. Um but I know I've seen pictures of him airbrushing shit on set. Yeah. Um yeah, um, yeah I mean like the looks of the cre- look bleh, the look of the creature is fucking I mean Yeah. Everybody knows it immediately when you see it. Absolutely. The the egg. Yeah. The face hugger. The um, chest burster, the the adult. I was xenomorph. gonna say there was you know the the, the practical effects in this are, are fucking amazing. Yeah, the, spa- were, the space jockey. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say there were a few shots of the alien 
where it wasn't the dude in the suit and I could immediately tell. Yeah. Like it's um I think it's right after it fucking kills uh Yafikado and it's going after uh the fucking girl there. I forget her name. Mm-hmm. But like you see like it gets up and then like there's this shot of it just moving sideways through the hall and it's clearly like a model on, on a, dolly, a dolly, yeah. And somebody's just wiggling the arms like as it's going. I th- I I think there were only a couple of shots like that. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And that was probably just a like a we need this done quick. Yeah, for like thing. a frame of reference. If anybody, you know, if anybody's watched Vamp- Buffy the Vampire Slayer, that mutant enemy like production card at the end, like when like Grr. Yeah. Arg. Arg. Yeah. That's exactly the same thing that the alien is doing. That like with the little like monsters doing in that. Yeah. That's the same movement that the alien is doing. <laughs> so I'm even wondering if that's where he got that idea, like from that. Oh, maybe. Shot. Yeah. That's possible. Um, the only other scene that I can think of that looked just really not good was when the alien gets shot out of the, uh, the door, out of the dock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you see that, that shot from outside the ship and the alien is like blown back, but gets caught on the harpoon line. Yeah. That looked kind of dumb. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't, there's just. The shape of it wasn't good, and the movement sucked. I don't know how they shot it, but it just <coughs> didn't really work. Yeah. But that's the only thing I can think of that I'm like, that's hokey as shit. Everything else was fucking awesome. <laughs> I also, like, I wish... I, like, I, I wish somebody could invent a way to, like erase like cultural references for like the first time you see a movie <laughs> like yeah I, 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 I know i'm wording that wrong but like i mean the chest like the alien chest burster is a i would love to see that without having it having yeah. seen it in space balls first yeah, yeah exactly exactly <laughs> not like if the joke version wasn't the first thing like i saw of it maybe yeah. i would have like a you know um and also like with um ian holm being a fucking android like yeah you know like i i i had i knew that already like if i had not known that that would have been more of like a holy fucking shit like yeah you know that reveal yeah <clears throat> oh man but this is a this is a really fucking great movie and that was a great scene too where you find out that he's yeah because they android. didn't know either like yeah you yeah. get that that little that little hint of it we just saw it a couple of seconds ago where he d- he's like running in place like wicked fucking fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, what the fuck is up with that? <laughs> and then later you find out, and like, he gets hit in the head with that fucking, I don't know, carafe or whatever the fuck it was. And it blows his head off his shoulders. Yeah. And all the milk and spaghetti comes out. <laughs> he's apparently filled with, yeah, milk and spaghetti. Yeah. <laughs> but that was cool because they, they, they had those like those internal parts of him it was like a it was like a string with like those beads on yeah, it like, oh ben wall balls were also in there yeah yeah <laughs> but it <laughs> looked fucking awesome milk spaghetti and ben wall balls oh man oh boy oh boy yeah i just looked at the time like we could do i mean we're we're up to our typical rating time but i I want to keep talking about this fucking movie yeah i I feel like there's so much more to talk about there is like um i was gonna say like 
doing the research for this movie, like even when I was watching it, like this occurred to me, there's not a lot of people in this movie. No, but like everybody that's in it is fucking awesome. Yeah, what what they what they lack in depth, they fucking way way more than make up for in fucking talent. Like, yeah, this is uh, oh excuse me, <laughs> it's like a it's a girthy cast. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's not long, but it's girthy. Um, I mean, like every one of these people is in like something else that you would immediately recognize. Yeah, uh, I mean, like the, two least... of them have been knighted for fuck's sake. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ian Holm and who is the other one? Ah, uh, I'm blanking on his name. Oh, John uh, Hurt. John Hurt, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Ridley Scott. Oh, shit. Yeah. All right. That's, that's how you know you've got quality. Yeah, you get three <laughs> nights out of this cast. Fucking yeah. defenders of the realm, man. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Oh, I guess I, I want to drop one thing. Usually a a really dark, heavy tone movie will have like some sort of underlying philosophy. Yeah, yeah. This doesn't. It's just a fucking scary ass movie set in a sci-fi. Yeah. It really kind of is, setting. It really like going back to the thing we said earlier, it really is like a haunted house movie. Yeah. Um even I don't think down it's... to like you you know uh, Ian Holm being an android is like the possessed character. You find out, oh fuck, no, this thing's actually like, yeah, he's actually working with this thing. Yeah, um, yeah. There, but it's not trying to be something that it isn't. Like it, I, I, I don't see it that way anyway. Like I don't think they were trying to be like really heady. And yeah, it's no. just like this is a situation. This is some fucked up shit that happens in this situation, and I don't think that's supposed to represent something else. And the the shot of that horseshoe ship is so fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh god, look at it. It's fucking matte painting. I, I think that's just a matte painting, but it's so good. Yeah, probably. Oh, I like. I am a fucking sucker for a good shot of a matte painting. Yeah. Like, there's a couple of them in Conan the Barbarian. Is like oh yeah. Most, yeah. <laughs> Which is playing in the theaters. Sometime in the next couple of weeks. Oh boy! Yeah, I was... really want to go see Conan. Oh, they're showing. Are they showing just the one, or it's both of them? Isn't it? I think it's just the Barbarian. Okay. I don't know. They're I, both good. I saw the Destroyer on the drive-in when I was a kid. The Destroyer doesn't get the the credit that it deserves. Yeah, that one's just more fun. Like the first one's just it's a fucking it's a movie ass movie, and it's a good movie ass movie. Yeah. Like, yeah. The second one is like a little more like cheesy yeah, sword and sorcerer yeah yeah like yeah yeah like let's fucking they knew what they had this. yeah they yeah. knew what they were doing throw some fucking big names in this to like you know bring people in and yeah uh but still still an enjoyable fucking movie yeah all right let's let's rate this movie so we can we can carry on with the show all right um i will start off on this one uh okay this I'm gonna go. I think I gave Alien Aliens like a nine or like a nine five maybe. Like I, I think you might. Five. Yeah, I think you might have given it a nine five. Yeah. Uh. So I'm gonna go like. I think I'm gonna go with an eight five on this one for me. Yeah. Um. Like I said, the pacing like really really brings it down for me. Is like that's. I think that's the biggest hurdle to get over. If you can get yeah. past that like slow setup, the rest of the movie is amazing yeah mind-blowing you definitely you definitely don't want to throw this on 
in the middle of the day when you can be distracted. Like this yeah, is like this, a this isn't a good like background movie. No, like, you th- like after after dinner. Yeah, lights are down. Everybody's chilled. Yeah, this is a good like relax movie. Like yeah, even though it does like it is intense and like kind of anxiety producing at times. Yeah, uh, but it is a good like just chill out, relax. Like you know, not like gonna talk or anything. Just like I just want to fucking relax. You know, I'm tired. Yeah. I just want, I'm probably going to fall asleep at some point. Like, I don't I, need explosions right now. Yeah. I need, yeah, yeah I need yeah. mood. I need a mood. Yeah, yeah. This is a 9.5 for me all day. Yeah. I thought about giving this a 10. <laughs> I thought, I hard thought about it. Yeah. It's like, no, I can't do that. <laughs> that would be, that's what everybody would expect of me. Yeah, yeah. But no, I, I fucking love this movie. So, yeah, yeah, 9.5. Like, I love the vibe. I like the slow burn on this one um there are movies where the slow burn is like too slow and the burn is not yeah the, payoff the, the payoff's not there yeah but this is definitely like the payoff is there yeah and like even that final scene just think about how it's like the most tense scene of the movie and it's still very slow paced yeah it's her just like slowly getting into that suit and like it's terrifying it's tension yeah like yeah, it's yeah. it's like i am having a panic attack yeah uh see like the details and like just the like the negative space of the suit basically yeah. like, there doesn't it could be just a, a flat metal surface and nobody would give a fuck yeah but there's like this just like design in there like yeah and the fog on the glass you know like yeah ugh. look at this shit oh my god yeah, this is a really great. I, like, I just love that. Like, this is one of those things when, like, I think the lack of details is to the benefit of like the the coolness and just the overall like enjoyability of the story. I don't need to know everything about this. It's just like a giant fucking alien. Yeah, that's dead. They don't know what it is. I don't know what it fucking is. Fucking mystery, and yeah. they and I want it left that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, thank you, Prometheus. <laughs> <sighs> oh, Peebers. <laughs> damn this is a good movie it's so fuck i'm sorry like all this like blank space we're just watching yeah, we're, just, we're watching yeah, this are. fucking movie <laughs> god damn it all right you ready for some trivia let us do some trivia okay all right folks before we get to the trivia segment of the podcast we want to take a second to tell you about our friends over at newsly Newsly is an all-in-one super app for iOS and Android. It picks up the most trending articles on the web and topics that you choose at any given moment and reads them to you in a natural human voice. (laughs) That's right. Uh, For the first time ever, the entire web becomes listenable all in one place. Uh, You can browse articles from topics that you choose and start playing, uh, stop scrolling, and start listening to the web. Uh, You can follow any topic as specific as you like from sports, tech, business, science, Bitcoin, or even the Cardassians from Star Trek. (laughs) (laughs) It will find you the latest articles and read them to you aloud. Uh, It's Star Trek specific. Uh, You can get right down to it. Uh, They even have podcasts as well, believe it or not. Uh, You can explore trending podcasts from over 80 different countries. Uh, I will let you in on a little bit of a secret. You're going to find the Big Dumb Monsters podcast there as well. Um, I actually have been uh, using this. uh, I've been using Newsly to actually listen to the podcast lately. Have you really? Yes, I have. Believe it or not, I have. Uh, They even have digital radio at Newsly. 
Uh, you can download and use Newsly for free now at www.newsly.me and uh, use the promo code DUMBM and you will get a one-month free premium subscription. Uh, so check them out. Head over to newsly.me uh, and tell them, you know what? Tell them the Big Dumb Monster saying it. Yeah, do the thing. And now, back to the trivia. Um, just so you know, I did not make it all the way through the trivia while picking out facts. Oh, damn. Because there were over 300 trivia facts. Oof, yeah. I made it about halfway-ish. All right. And I was like, that's, totally that's enough. <laughs> I like to keep the, the trivia uh, to, like, one text page. Uh, like one word document page. So we don't do this forever. Um, but apparently with this movie, we could, we could just do it forever if we yeah, wanted to. We have carte blanche on this one. Yeah. Um, the blue laser lights that were used in the aliens, uh, in the alien ship's egg chamber were borrowed from the who, uh, the, the <laughs> band was testing out lasers for their stage show in the, sa- <laughs> in the sound stage next door. That's awesome. Yeah. It's fucking great. Um, by the way, the Who is awesome. Yeah, hell yeah. And if you don't agree with that, well, get the fuck out. Yeah, you can be wrong. That's fine. <laughs> uh, the dead face hugger that Ash autopsies was made using fresh shellfish, uh, four or four oysters, and a sheep kidney uh, were used to recreate the internal organs. Filming had to be done uh, quickly because the organic material would go <laughs> bad very fast under yeah. the studio lights. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's going to rot and smell disgusting. <laughs> I mean, oysters smell pretty fucking bad as it is. They taste bad, too. You want to come delicious. after me about that one? They are delicious. No. Well, okay, here's oh, the thing. I've never that. never had a cooked oyster. I've only eaten raw oysters. Um, and that's like sucking down somebody else's snot. I, mean, I, can, I can understand that. Uh, one of the most delicious things I've ever tasted in my entire life. Uh, I have only seen it in New Orleans. Uh, it is almost worth the trip alone <laughs> to go to New Orleans and get grilled oysters at a fucking New Orleans restaurant. Yeah. Oh, my fucking God. Like, do they just, they like. Crack the shell and put that whole thing on the grill, yeah. or do they? No, they take could, the meat out and grill the meat. No, they crack it in half. Yeah, they crack the tops off, throw in. I think it's just like maybe butter, lemon, fucking garlic. Uh, I don't know what other seasonings, but it is. I think there's parmesan in there too. It is fucking. Um, we went. Uh, we were in New Orleans for three days for my bachelor party. On the last day, we were there. We we ate lunch and then like we're walking back to the hotel room. I'm like, we need to eat lunch again because like <laughs> they didn't have grilled oysters at the restaurant. I'm like, and I want to eat grilled oysters again before we leave. And like, not only did I not get resistance from anybody yeah. who was walking with us, uh, Tom DeSico was one of them. Uh, we uh, my friend Nick. He like the whole time he had not eaten them. Like he's just like he's like you know that didn't look good to me. Yeah, we were we we were at lunch. I got mine. He tried mine. Immediately ordered the grilled oysters, <laughs> and then was angry at himself for not ordering grilled oysters earlier in the trip. No shit. That's how fucking delicious these things were. Yeah. Okay, so like I said, I've never had a cooked oyster. Yeah, maybe that changes it completely. <laughs> but I used to work in the seafood department at a grocery store, and I was like, "Let's fucking try them," because 
everybody else seems to like them. Yeah. So we cracked these oysters open, sucked them down, and immediately spit them into the fucking garbage. Well, yeah. I mean, like, uh, not to shit on the local supermarkets around here, but like, mm, fucking, you know, is, is, is Price Chopper bringing in like a top shelf fucking oyster? Like a top shelf one? No. But I mean, when when we got some stuff, it was pretty fresh. Yeah, yeah. I've been to, like oyster bars and shit where like. It's like, you know, fucking top, you know, notch, and they have like a fucking yeah. shucker opening it up for you. And yeah. What up, shucker? <laughs> yeah. What up, mother shucker? Uh, and then like telling you what it is, like, you know. Yeah. Oh, little fucking the sauce. Oh, these, are, and, these are blue point oysters. Yeah, mm. shit like that. Yeah. Like, you know, some, but so yeah, it's like the sauce, the fucking, some horseradish or something. Oh, so good. Yeah. Yeah. That's still like eating somebody else's like oh 100 it's like eating yeah snot or like yeah <laughs> it's like what do you got in that tissue yeah. i'll have some somebody sliced off a labia <laughs> like yeah <laughs> <It's>, you know <laughs> what the fuck yeah oh boy yeah and it's just yeah that's what everybody too and it's just, you know analytics wise that's when podcasters died after that like this <laughs> is so weird yeah yeah Oh my God! Let's uh let's move on here. <laughs> the okay, I am usually down for an extended cut of a movie. I might want to see one of this, um, but uh, this is perfect, man. Two hours flat, like I don't know, like it depends on what got cut out. If it was a little more flashy kind of shit, yeah, you know, we'll see. But the original cut of this movie ran for three hours and twelve minutes. Nope, no, no, thank you. <laughs> It was like, yeah. I only watch the extended cuts of Lord of the Rings. Yeah, like, I still haven't seen those. Oh, it's a fucking, it's an event when you watch them all in a row. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. About 12 hours of three movies. <laughs> What's up, buddy? Uh, he heard somebody say labia and he came down here. Uh, let's see. What's our next fact here? Um, uh, Ridley Scott cites three movies as the shaping influence of this movie. Uh, Star Wars, A New Hope, 2001 A Space Odyssey, and I can definitely see that in it. I, was, I can definitely see the Star Wars. And uh, those for their dis- depictions of outer space. And Texas Chainsaw Massacre for its treatment of horror. All right. Um. Some of like the hallways in this look almost like spot on exactly like the hallways like the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. Um. Even like the the mother room there, like with the computers and shit, like mm-hmm. kind of resembles like the the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon a little bit. Like yeah. Know? Um. So yeah, I, I can definitely see the Star Wars influence. I would assume because this came out in '79, so I would assume like they had started production of this. When Star Wars came out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, most likely. It was probably like pre-production. They probably didn't film until like 78, let's say. Yeah. So yeah, I mean like they had time to be influenced by it. Yeah. Especially for the builds, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And did this film in like Pinewood Studios or whatever and fucking... I'm not sure. If it did, they, I wouldn't even surprise me if some of those similar looking sets are like sets from fucking... Yeah. Uh, so, you know, from The New Hope. Maybe, but I don't. I don't know. Maybe like uh, George Lucas might have been like super possessive of all that stuff back, even going that far back. Yeah, that's true. Also, look at this fucking shit. They're cracking open his fucking yeah, his helmet. helmet. It's so slow. It's <laughs> like ah. Uh. 
I love when they when they go to cut the arm, and it ju- it just jizzes acid all yeah. over the place. <laughs> God damn it! It's so cool. That's so cool. I don't <laughs> care. Um, twentieth Century Fox doubled the budget from four point two million to eight point four million on the strength of Ridley Scott's storyboards. Because I guess they were working on budget and. Yeah. Like it was in just like in hell. He was just waiting and waiting and waiting for budget. Yeah. So he storyboarded the entire fucking movie and then brought it to him. They're like, yep, more money. Here you go. There you go. <laughs> Somebody cut this man a check. Yeah. More, more, please. Um, For the scene in which the facehugger attacks, the egg was upside down above the camera and the operator thrust it downward toward the lens like a hand puppet. All right. Yeah, a little camera trickery. Yeah, yeah. I like it. I dig it. You can't tell at all. Yeah, yeah. Like it's it's fun when um you can kind of see behind the scenes in a movie like that. You're like, oh, that's definitely like that's a rotating room, or yeah. you know, like the the camera is shaking and everybody's falling over, <laughs> things like that. But you definitely can't you can't see the seams in a lot of this movie. I don't know if maybe it's a, like a a lot of lighting tricks or. Or just they're just that fucking good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Either way. Uh, 20th Century Fox almost did not allow the space jockey uh, or the giant alien pilot uh, to be in this movie. Uh, this was because at the time, props for movies weren't so large and it would only be used for one scene. However, conceptual artist Ron Cobb convinced them to leave the scene in the movie as it would be the Cecil B. DeMille shot uh, showing the audience that this wasn't some low-budget B movie. Yeah. 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 Like, you see that, and you're like, they they went all out on this f- fucking thing. So, yeah, it does. Yeah, it, it has that exact effect. Yeah. Uh, Originally, the Nostromo was painted a dull yellow, uh, but Ridley Scott was unhappy with the final look and ordered all model shots to be dumped, and the Nostromo... Painted Battleship Gray, which was a great decision. Yeah. Because yeah. yellow, I don't know, might have looked okay. But uh, I don't know. Like, in my head, I'm seeing it, like, all yellow. Like a giant, like, fucking Tonka truck, basically. Yeah. Like, flying through space. Yeah, I don't need yeah, that. Because that acid scene. Oh, yeah. That looked cool. so cool. Took me like ten minutes to realize, like, oh shit, that's Tom Skerritt and not fucking Chris Christopherson. <laughs> Even though I've seen this movie like a dozen times. Yeah, that is <laughs> interruptedly like a dozen times. Definitely not Chris Christopherson. <laughs> I mean, at that at that point, they had a similar look. But... Yeah, fucking white dudes with fucking scruffy hair and beards. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one of them was a country singer. Yeah. Actually, wrote uh, Sunday Morning Coming Down. For uh, Johnny Cash. Oh, shit. Yep. I have seen Chris Christopherson live. Have you? I have. I had Bonnaroo one year. Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and every time that you say you saw somebody live, now it's like, it was probably a Bonnaroo. Most likely, yeah, yeah. I crossed off a lot of names there. Yeah. Uh, uh, Ridley Scott's 2003 director's cut largely came about uh, when over 100 boxes of footage were discovered in a London vault. All right. That is that is so much footage. Yeah, 
That's a whole lot of film. Oh, boy. Uh, when Tom Skerritt first read the screenplay for this movie, he declined to be involved uh, as he was unimpressed with the writing quality and the low budget. After the screenplay was edited and the budget was enhanced, Skerritt was approached again, uh, which prompted him to sign on. Halfway through production, he approached writer and uh, executive producer Ronald uh, Shusett, asking if he could trade his salary for half a percentage point of royalties. Did they give it to him? I don't know. They did fucking... He made fucking bank on that if he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, this thing this thing made like hundreds of millions. Well, by like, I, I fell down a little bit of a rabbit hole. And I think by like 90, 92, this had made like hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was going to say, quite frankly, like, you know, everybody knows Tom Skerritt, but like doing my research. What do you like, know him from? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, you know, no slight against his acting, but especially at this point in time. No, he's a great actor. Yeah, not a lot of major credits under his belt. No. Yeah, Fikoto. Ooh, oh, so yeah. good. Um, the the space jockey prop was twenty six feet tall. Oh shit! Yeah, they 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 went all out on that. Um, I think he actually had like I don't think that were that was um these actors approaching it. I think that was actually like Ridley Scott's kids or something, just because they were they were oh, little, made it look even smaller. So yeah. yeah, yeah. Some like Hobbit level shit. <laughs> um, one hundred and thirty alien eggs were made for the egg chamber inside the downed spacecraft. All right, that's a lot. Yeah, and those aren't small. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, they're each like the size of like a fucking beach ball. Like, <laughs> yeah, I imagine like they would do the same thing they do for like you know like zombie makeup, where you've got the ones that are yeah. close. The ones that are like midfield, and then the ones and that the are ones in the, the back. background, just like cardboard cutouts. Of like, yeah, they just like they get like a, a a coat or two of paint. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Like that's the ones where like oh the latex tore on the mold. You put yeah. that in the back. Put it in the back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, this was the first rated R movie to receive a tie-in series of toys marketed towards children. Yeah. So we can thank Alien for, for our Rambo toys, Rambo toys, and Terminator toys. <laughs> <laughs> Although I don't think we got Terminator toys till after Terminator Two, which I think was still rated R. Yeah, I think you're right. Actually, yeah. I think it was. It m- might have been PG thirteen. No, I but well, I am pretty sure it was rated yeah, R. I, I think I, I've I've come to this realization before. I always assume it's PG thirteen, but I'm pretty sure it's actually an R rated movie. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of killing in that movie. Oh, there's uh Arcade One Up, Terminator, Two Machines were on sale for like two ninety nine. The ones with the Uzi? Yeah. <laughs> that was tempting. That was tempting. <laughs> I think the uh Oh, there was another one that was just on sale for like Black Friday. Um the fuck was it? I don't think it might have been the Simpsons one. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. I think that one was like 300 bucks too. I've heard bad reviews on that one, though. Oh, really? Yeah. I think it's only just the Simpsons game on it. Like, it's the it? Simpsons arcade game and Simpsons bowling. Uh, oh, yeah. I forgot that was a thing. Yeah. Because it's got the trackball in there. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Um, I'm going to absolutely chew up this dude's name. Uh, Balaji Badejo yes. uh, beat Peter Mayhew to the part of the alien. Uh, All right. Mayhew had previously played the part of a different alien, the uh, Wookiee Chewbacca in Star Wars, A New Hope. And everything after that. <laughs> this is not my story to tell, but Tom DeSico has a great story of uh, getting taken for about $150 by Peter Mayhew. <laughs> Get out of here. Yeah. It's hilarious, too. I want to hear it. <laughs> uh, after the recording. Okay. It's not my not my story to tell. And All I'm right. I can tell it on the air. <laughs> uh, I, I fucking, I was there for this. It, <laughs> man, that dude saw you coming from a while away. <laughs> fucking Chewbacca got your ass, dude. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is going to be our last uh, IMDb trivia fact here because I am lazy. Uh, Ridley Scott would always use Geiger's Necronomicon book to explain the kind of designs he wanted to Geiger, who was gratified uh, as he was using his own designs instead of having to copy another artist's uh, strange designs, which um, so I don't know if anybody really knows what's up with that is uh H.R. Geiger had these art books, and he had, like, these, there was just concept drawings, and he had yeah. things that were <laughs> what became I think it's just the, the art alien. H.R. Geiger. Was yeah. The, yeah. And uh, so I think Ridley Scott saw those and was like, that's my thing. Because I don't think, I don't think Ridley Scott came to Geiger and then Geiger conceptualize the alien i think geiger conceptualized the alien first and then ridley scott saw that and was like i need that i'm gonna move these m&ms over the hot spot on the table <laughs> i don't know why i just thought of that that's warm yeah yeah it, it'll get it, it gets toasty <laughs> a little toasty yeah yeah we'll have an m&m in that box <laughs> <laughs> like this would be like a japanese hibachi table in like two hours. <laughs> get out of here yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, that's it. Uh, that's all there is to it. All right. We will move on to the next segment of the show, the better known as. All right. Uh, we will start off with director Ridley Scott. Um, the man is fucking... The man can make a fucking movie. Yeah, you know who Ridley Scott is. You have seen at least one of his movies. Uh, you love at least one of his movies. I would hope so. Um, he's that also, movie is Alien. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I did. Or Blade Runner. They redesigned uh, the IMDb. Oh, like, Jesus. Pages. Yeah, and I had to like make sure I, because like all like all this production shit was in front of this. Like you can take it all out now, which is nice. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, he has uh, he has two movies still coming up. One in twenty three, twenty twenty three, Sinking Spring, and one undated. Uh, excuse me, undated Napoleon, uh, which that can be cool of like a, a Napoleon biopic that hasn't been done before. Uh, if you're not counting Bill and Ted, yeah. <laughs> Historically accurate Napoleon biopic hasn't been done before. No, all right. Anyway, uh, he did uh, most recently House of Gucci, which I have not seen. Uh, I have not heard. I actually heard it's thing. not good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard it's one of those movies, like, you need to watch it just for the ridiculousness of the accents. Yeah. Like, it's so, like, it's, it's enjoyably bad in that way. Ugh. Uh, the last duel was pretty good though. I, I uh, that was twenty twenty one also. Yeah, that's the one with uh, uh, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. Um, it takes place in like medieval France. It's like about the last like 
public execution uh, in France, which was like in. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Was it the last public? I don't know. No, I think it was a the actual like a, a legal duel. Yeah, it's the last legal duel, not public execution. Yeah. Because yeah. the last public execution in France was the like 1970s. Yeah. Uh, fucking Christopher Lee, I think, was the one who went to it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's another fun fact. Actually, no, I think it was earlier than the 70s because it was like one of those like weird only Christopher Lee can have this fucking yeah. credit thing. That dude like it was like in the like the 40s or 50s, I think. Maybe. Yeah, that dude lived a fucking life, man. Yeah, like, I, he, I. I really want to know how much of that was like made up bullshit. Eh, who knows? I know a lot of it was real, but yeah, mm, yeah, well, all of that, really, yeah. all of it. Uh, anyway, back to Ridley <laughs> Scott. Uh, he directed that series, Raised by Wolves, which I he directed two episodes of it anyway. I didn't dig it. I didn't. I haven't watched it. I, I, it's, I got it's, on board in the first couple episodes, yeah. and then I was like, "Oh, this is cool," and then it's just like my my interest in it like waned every yeah. episode. Yeah, like I that came out like you know mid pandemic, and there was a lot of TV to watch. That was the only thing we were doing at that point. Yeah, uh, and I just I didn't get to it then, so like I'm probably not going to. Eh. Um, he directed The Martian, which I, I really enjoy that movie. That's a really good movie. Like I skipped right over Alien Covenant. I did <laughs> right by it because <laughs> it's not, not good. good. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, also, that other fucking no, nope, no. Nope. I, I he I, did oh, he did us dirty on that man. Yeah, I I did not enjoy Prometheus, man. Like, I like I even remember them telling us like when it was coming out, like it's not really an alien movie, it's, but like it's not really an anything movie. Yeah, it's just not enjoyable. It's like everything and nothing happened in that movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know what it is. Yeah, uh, yeah, no. And everything looked weird. I I will say I did I, I did enjoy Covenant more than uh, Prometheus. Um, but that's not saying a whole lot. Yeah. He also directed that terrible Robin Hood movie with Russell Crowe. I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. That one I just thought was boring. Yeah, uh, it was more of the drama. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Kingdom. Oh, of Oh, American Heaven. Gangster. Oh, American Gangster. That was that was a pretty decent movie. That Kingdom was... of Heaven was super boring too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Black Hawk Down was good, and then Hannibal kind of a turd. Uh, Gladiator, awesome. Uh, I've never seen G.I. Jane, but I already know I understand. It was good. good. Uh, Apparently anyway. referencing it will get you slapped by Will Smith, though. Yeah. <laughs> Watch what you say, man. <laughs> uh, could earn you a slap. Yep. Uh, White Squall, as I have heard, is also really good, too. And then you have 1492, Conquest of Paradise. Like I don't I don't know what that is. Is that the one where G- uh, Gerard Depardieu plays Christopher Columbus? Oh, maybe. Let me see. I believe so. Yep. Gerard Depardieu. I know that name. I can't put a face to it. Uh, French actor who's like pretty much just known for being like a drunk, slobbish asshole. Oh, uh, awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This dude. Oh, okay. But hey, that, that 1492 movie, that's that's also got Armand Arsante. Ar- Armand Asante. Uh, this is fucking hard to say. And uh, Scorny Weaver. Uh, I will have said this before. Say it again. Fuck Christopher Columbus. Yeah. Uh, uh, back to Ridley Scott. Uh, come on, IMDb. You did not improve the randomness of nope. where your fucking page producer. No, we don't want producer. Yeah, there we go. Director. Previous. Uh, Although, did we do his director credits when we did Aliens? I don't think so. I don't think we would have. 
Although like, that might have that might have been before we did the director. That definitely was. It was like episode yeah. five, I think. Get out of here! It was way the fuck back. Yeah. Was it really? Yeah, it was. I mean, we did Aliens way way earlier in our uh, run. I remember a lot of the movies. Actually, I remember most of the movies we've done. Couldn't tell you when we did them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Thelma and Louise. He also directed Black Rain with uh, Michael. Uh, Fuck, what's that? Douglas, there we go. Okay, it's like, Chickless? Yeah. Uh, Legend, which is, I think, a better movie than it has a reputation for. I love that movie. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's a weirdly dark fantasy movie with, like, I don't know, man. It just It's unsettling. Yeah. Like, it's creepy as fuck the whole way through. And also a big influence on... Uh, uh, is it Shigeru Miyamoto, the guy from Nintendo? All right, yeah. Um, big influence for the Legend of Zelda. Huh. All right. Yeah. Interesting. Um, let's see. I uh, did Blade Runner, of course, nineteen eighty-two, fucking classic. Yeah. That's that's such a good movie like ridiculously fucking good uh the unfortunate part is that you have so many versions of it like yeah i think there's like five different cuts of it at they this really point. did that dirty and like, i think they, there's the one that's out there's the theatrical cut is really pretty good uh that's the one it's actually got like a narration over the top of it yeah yeah which kind of sets off that like crime noir feel that it's got for some of it and then there's like the original like director's cut uh then there's which like was good the ultimate director's cut i think is the one that's like the like okay this is the version that like we're supposed to have seen yeah um, and this is like the one that should be regarded as like the do version. you do you remember when they released like the full complete edition of it and it came in a, me- a little metal briefcase and it was like a six disc collection oh very like i wanted it so bad that. yeah man um this was almost his first uh like movie he did one movie before this the duelists it was 1977 but everything is else that a is western like, i don't know let's take a look never even heard of it no. Um, 1801, France. Huh. All right. All right. Okay. Um, yeah, before that was like TV stuff and, and shorts. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, the man has made some, some really fucking great movies over the years. Yeah, and even if you don't like the movies, they were huge fucking movies. Yeah, they're beautiful movies. Like Hannibal, like, definitely not the greatest movie in that series. Like, but still, like, some of this, like, fucking scenes in Italy, like, holy yeah. shit, yeah. How fucking huge was Black Hawk Down? Yeah. Uh, and I would have been able to ask Tom Sizemore questions about that. <laughs> uh, but. Yeah. Tom has issues, folks. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> uh, Sigourney Weaver, of course. Let, uh, hold on. Let me, let me stop you right there. One of the things that Rift Tracks has done that has stuck with me since I saw it. I, th- I believe they riffed this movie. They went, Sigourney Weaver. 
That's it. Uh, That's I all will I got. say, I, I, going back to what we talked about before, I, I cannot watch this scene without fucking thinking in my head, hello, my baby, <laughs> hello, my honey, <laughs> hello, my ragtime guy. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 yeah. It takes a lot of the edge right it off of really it. It really does. Like, it ruined this fucking scene of this movie for me. Yeah. Hello, my baby. Like, every time. <laughs> the little fucking top hat in the cane. Yeah. Uh, check, please. <laughs> he had the special. That's what That's I what ordered. <laughs> uh, oh, Mel Brooks is a fucking genius. <laughs> That is just always going to be funny. That's one of those things that will always be funny. Yeah. (laughs) Hello, my ragtime gal. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Sigourney Weaver uh, in the upcoming never-ending Avatar series. Uh, We have fucking four more to go. Why? I don't know. Although, like, he has said that, like, all right, if these next two don't do great, I might not do four and five. So, like, <laughs> good, yeah. And this fucking charade. I, if only like, don't let this be how you go out, Jim. Like, <laughs> come on, man, Jim. Yeah, how informal. I'm getting, I'm getting right down to it. Yeah. Um, like, think about Avatar is tied up. Probably like, he's made two movies in like twenty fucking years. Um, you know, so Avatar has tied him up since what, like 2010, probably maybe even sooner than that. Maybe like 2008 or nine like with pre-production. Well, shit. it took like, years to make that fucking movie. Yeah, yeah. So maybe even earlier, maybe even like, cause fucking Titanic. Was, I think what, that like, was stuck in production hell for a while. Yeah. I want to say like Titanic was like 98, 99. And no, earlier had, than that. No. Titanic was 97. We'll find out. Yeah. We got this. We have Jim Cameron shit right here. Um, Jim. <laughs> yeah. Like, think about the movies that we could have gotten. Like, if he had not been tied up with this shit. Like. Yeah. You know, like, granted, I'm, you know, we're, I'm, I'm judging something I haven't seen yet. But, like, dude, seriously. What the fuck was I looking up? Uh, when Titanic came out. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it might be right up here. 97. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah, because it won for best special effects Yeah. Uh, um, over Starship Troopers. I moved into my first apartment in, like, the fall of 1997. Yeah. And, like, that, like, when that movie came out on video, you had to own that movie regardless of whether you wanted to watch it or not because owning that movie meant that chicks would come over to watch Titanic. Like, that's how fucking yeah, like, popular that movie was. I'm going to spend $60 on this double VHS. Yeah. <laughs> worth it. <laughs> Absolutely worth it. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, we're still in Avatar. Show. I'm not going to say Titanic was a bad movie. It's just not my movie. Yeah, no, it was a good movie. It's, I it's, just... it's made well. Yeah. It's just not made for me. Yeah. Uh, anyway, let's see. Uh, some of the other stuff that Sigourney Weaver has been in. Uh, recent stuff of note. She was in the Ghostbusters Afterlife movie. Um, she's in a lot of fucking stuff. She was in the Dark Crystal revival from 2019. 
I think she's in more stuff now than she's ever been in. Probably. Probably. She's in, like, uh, she shows up as herself and stuff, too, like, in uh, Full Frontal with Samantha B. Yeah. Um, that, at this point, she can pick and choose whatever she wants to be in. Yeah, oh, yeah, Because yeah. she's got money. Yeah. It's like, she's just in it for the love of the game at this point. She was, she played herself in Finding Dory. I don't remember that. Uh, probably, like, like, a voice on, like, the aquarium fucking... Uh, uh, shit there. Oh, man. maybe. Yeah, yeah. Um, Chappie, that was a decent movie. Uh, uh, was that the one with those fucking scumbags in it? Yes. Uh, uh, D-Antword? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's right. I said it. They're scumbags. <laughs> I, you know, I, I've told that story about seeing that dude in person. Like, Yeah. It took me like, a good couple of seconds to realize, oh, this is not a homeless man. <laughs> this is a you know international fucking selling musician. Like, Yeah, he's also a rapist. That doesn't surprise like me. Kidnapper. That, yeah, 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 that that seems about right. Yeah, uh, we have talked about Sigourney Weaver before. I forgot well, when she was in uh, when she was in Cabin in the Woods. Yep, uh, we did. Yep. Um, so I won't get too into her credits. Uh, Paul is a decent movie too. I thought I liked uh, it. Yeah, it's fucking. I don't fun. need to see it too many times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, anytime you have Nick Frost and fucking Simon Pegg, it's going to be an enjoyable experience. Yeah, and, uh, you know, in my uh, my experience anyway, like that yeah. track record. Uh, I'm stumbling over a lot of words. Track record is what I was trying to say. Yep. Uh, she is in, of course, the, uh, the first Avatar. Uh, we just talked about that. Um, she's the voice of the ship's computer in Wally. Uh, she was in the village. I have never. I seen forgot that movie. about that. Yeah, I don't need to see that movie. No, you really don't. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's not. It's not great. Uh, she was, of course, in Galaxy Quest. Oh, that's a really so great good. Movie. That's so fucking good. I cannot believe that movie is twenty, but be twenty four years old. That feels bad. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it, it feels real bad. It does. Uh, let's see. Copycat. I remember seeing that. That was that was decent. Was that the one? It was a. That like there was a, a serial killer and then he got caught and then all of his crimes seemed to like start up again. There was like yeah like a. a but it was like copycat who, serial killer. Yeah, who copycatted serial killer. I think Harry Connick Jr. was the... Uh, oh, he copycatted other like famous ones? Yeah, I thought it was just one. I think it, I don't remember. It's been a long-ass time. Uh, of course, um, you know she's probably most well-known as Ellen Ripley, I'm going to say, in the Alien movies. And Dana Barrett. Dana Barrett in the Ghostbusters movies. Uh, she played Diane Fossey in Gorillas in the Mist. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, those are her two, like, mainstays. Yeah. Uh, and she was in Annie Hall, too. That was her second movie. Oh, shit. Yeah, I did not realize that. That was uh, Woody Allen? Yes. Yeah. The terrible, terrible. Speaking movie. of rapists. Yeah. Uh, separate the art from the artist. I don't enjoy uh, either. <laughs> I, don't, yeah. I don't really like his movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Tom Skerritt, who is known for playing the older figure of authority. Uh, many <laughs> he things. really is. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's a guy in charge. I could have sworn he was dead. Apparently not. Nope. Yeah, no. He still has uh, stuff coming out. Um, he was in the show Going Home most recently. Um, as far as you know, well-known stuff coming out. Well, that's a different story. Yeah, he did a voice in the Alien Isolation video game. I started playing that, and it's good. And then I got just fucking my yeah. video game ADD took over. 
It's uh, really fucking infuriating. Was a voice in the uh, no, not even that was planes. I thought it was the the Cars spinoff. Oh no, it's the knockoff of the Cars spinoff. <laughs> Wings. Uh, he did play himself in, to- uh, in Ted. Uh, he was in the show Leverage, which seems to pop up quite a bit on this show. Mm-hmm. Um, again, like ugh, beer for my horses. Fuck you, Tom. <laughs> um, hey, man, that's got Willie Nelson in it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's also based on a fucking Toby Keith song. Yeah, it sure is. Yeah, um, I'm not gonna lie to you. I like a little Toby. Oh, just a little bit, dude. Every like I, uh, you sprinkle you're, it into a fucking playlist, and I'm all right. Breaking my fucking heart right now. <laughs> well, listen, I also love brutal death metal. Okay. <laughs> oh, anyway. I mean, like Cannibal Corpse, Dying Fetus, or something. Yeah, maybe a little fucking Slaughter to Prevail. Yeah. Um, this is what I was talking about before. Everybody knows Tom Skerritt. But, like, going through his fucking filmography. I mean, you're only up to 2006. So, I mean, there's not. It doesn't get really much better. There are the things you know him from, like Top Gun he's in. Yeah. Um, And, again, I'm doing it right now. He's in um, um, uh, (laughs) Poltergeist 3. Uh, Let's see. He's in the West Wing, Law and Order Special Victims Unit. Um, What was it? He was in all the Poltergeist movies, wasn't he? He no, was, just the third one. Was it? He plays what's your name's uncle. Um, oh, for some reason I thought he. No, Jesus Christ, that wasn't Tom Skerritt. That's Craig T. Nelson. Craig T. Nelson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's not in the. I don't think he's in the third one. How did I get into Will and Grace? He probably saw it on uh, late night reruns <laughs> at some point. Um, he was in Will and Grace. Uh, this is there we go. This is where we were. Um, See, like, he's in a lot of stuff. Or Aftershock, Earthquake in New York. Yeah. That came up a couple episodes ago, I believe. He was in The Other Sister. That is the movie uh, in which uh, Juliette Lewis goes full R-word, uh-huh. uh, which you are not supposed to do. Yeah. It's one of the reasons why. Um, <laughs> right up there with uh, I Am Sam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he was in the movie Contact, which, I don't know, everybody seemed to love. I, eh, I never, like, got that into it. Is that's the one where a lot of people are are really infatuated with it because they're like, if there were aliens, like yeah. that's kind of how it would really be. Yeah, yeah. Which I respect that. Yeah, it just wasn't my cup of tea. That's what he's really known for is picket fences. Picket fences. Yeah, he was in eighty eight episodes of that. Damn. Well, yeah, he was like one of the main characters. It was yeah. like the full run of the show. I think. Yeah, yeah. He's in a river runs through it. Uh, he was in the steamy drama steamy. Poison Ivy with uh, I think Drew Barrymore. I want to say that tape is in the fucking mess of VHSs I brought to the con. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, Actually, yeah. Uh, Tommy D might have took that one to put on his table. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's in another steamy drama, Wild Orchid 2. Oh, God. Playing a character named Ham McDonald. <laughs> <laughs> hey, baby, my ham candle's got a girth certificate. <laughs> Ham McDonald. <laughs> Sounds like a fucking grizzled old dude who should be either serving drinks or driving a cab. <laughs> he solves mysteries on the side, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, using Steel Magnolias. Oh, God. Uh, Poltergeist 3, I mentioned. He was in a couple of Six episodes of Cheers? Yeah. He played Rebecca's boss. 
Um, see, like this is where he's like, this is like his meat and potatoes era. Yeah, and like even the fucking shit he's in is just like, uh, okay. It's an episode of the Eighties Twilight Zone. Yeah, Parent Trap Two. He was in the movie Space Camp. I remember watching that a lot when I was a kid. Uh, it was with Joaquin Phoenix before he changed his name to Joaquin. <laughs> it was Leaf Phoenix at the time. Was that was that his real name or Leaf was his? His parents are like crazy hippies and like they. Well, yeah, because their son, their oldest was named River. Yeah, they they gave all their kids like nature names and then like allowed them to pick their own name once they got to a certain age. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I, he felt you know Joaquin was. Uh, you know, better than Leaf. Isn't Which, it Joaquin? I, Joaquin, Joaquin. Joaquin. Yeah, tomato, tomato, whatever. Um, I I went to space camp as a child. No shit. Yeah, it was pretty rad. I was going to say, that's like, that's one of those things I always saw, like, that would be so cool. We, uh, we had a class field trip, their, like, thing, and we went for, I think it was a weekend. Yeah. Um, in Canada. No shit. Yeah. Damn, that's fucking cool. It was fucking sweet. It was always like the prize on Double Dare, like a weird yeah, space, well. camp. Yeah. <laughs> space camp. Space uh, camp. Top Gun, I mentioned a little while ago. He's in that. Yep. Um, he was in an episode of The Hitchhiker, uh, the knockoff uh, Twilight Zone. I I gotta I gotta come clean here. I don't love Top Gun. I like it. Yeah, it's, it's a, a cool movie. movie. I don't know why people like jerk off to it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, it's good. It's entertainment. Yeah. It's I don't know. I, there's not much to it. There's not much depth to it like No, and I, uh, I don't know if that's the appeal. If it's just something you can like this is a cool ass movie. And and it is. It's a cool ass movie. Yeah. It's fighter planes and motorcycles and fast cars and shit. Is that it? Like, is that why people love it the way they do? I guess. Because there's nothing deep about it. It's the same thing with the new one. Like, the new one, don't get me wrong, good movie. Like, yeah. really entertaining. I enjoyed the fucking hell out of it. But, like, it's the same exact movie. Is like, it really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the, Except fucking Tom Cruise is just playing the Tom Skerritt role. Like, yeah. It's, it's you know, it's the same thing. It's just fast guns, fast planes. Like, yeah. fucking, I saw, like, a thing, like, a meme today that's, like, the most... Like unrealistic thing in this whole movie, there's a bunch of millennials would know that uh, the with the words to "Great Balls of Fire," because <laughs> there's even a scene where there's a bunch of people in a bar singing "Great Balls of Fire." Like, yeah, no, that's never gonna happen. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like, good movie. Like, I'm not about to fucking base it my whole life and you know identity around it. Like, yeah. Uh, anyway. Oh, the Dead Zone, good ass movie. I never like I tried that watching is, that once. That's just, a fucking slow burn. Yeah, I couldn't get into it. That's that's like tension and paranoia and yeah. mental illness and um it's good and though. Then, like this is what I was like him turning down alien. Like, okay, here we go. Here's here's his career pre alien. No in, fucking way. He's an up and smoke. He was strawberry? And up and smoke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's my in, cousin Strawberry. Don't look at his face, though. He's got this birthmark. He's real sensitive about it. <laughs> He's in an episode of Beretta. Uh, he was in an episode of SWAT. He was in an episode of Barnaby Jones. Was that the devil's... That Yeah, that's got to be the devil's reign with uh, fucking Shatner. Oh, probably 1975. 
Yeah. Let's investigate. The Devil's Reign. Ernest Borgnine. No. Filipino, Eddie no. Albert. Shit. It isn't. Eddie Albert from, uh, he was in fucking Reservoir Dogs, I believe, wasn't he? Who? Eddie Albert. Uh. He's like the old fucking dude. Uh, in Reservoir Dogs, Mr. Blue? I, I think he's Mr. Blue, yeah. Uh, bu- 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 oh, maybe not. No, I don't think that is him. What the fuck am I thinking of? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, well. Anyway. Uh, bu- 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 what am I doing here? This is the Devil's Own, so they're whatever. Yeah, the Devil's Reign. Devil's Reign, Devil's Own, fucking Tom Skerritt, whatever. Tom, it's uh, Skerritt. <laughs> Skerritt. Tommy Skerritt. <laughs> uh, okay, back to his pre-alien uh, booming fucking television and movie career. Mm. Um, scroll all the way. Like, oh Jesus! You know, if you're gonna change shit, fucking IMDb, change the fact that your fucking page keeps resetting itself every time I fucking go away from it. Yeah. (sighs) (laughs) 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 It's all makeup and grunting. Yeah. Swat, The Devil's Reign, Barnaby Jones. Uh, He was in an episode of Kolchak, The Night Stalker. He was in Sick. Big Bad Mama, 1974. Oh, boy. Preceded by an episode of Get Christy Love. Uh, He was in two episodes of Bonanza, five episodes of Gunsmoke. Uh, oh, he's in Harold and Maude. I didn't even catch that on my first. No movie. shit. Uh, the Virginian, a lot of lot of fucking uh, mash. Western. Yeah, he he actually is the a movie. Mash. Yeah, yeah, movie is, mash. All right, that's a that's a that's a good credit under his belt. Uh, he was in an episode of Hawaii Five O. Um, Mannix, an episode of that. Uh, two episodes of The Fugitive. Boys to the Bottom of the Sea, one episode, Wagon Train, My Favorite Martian, My Three Sons, The Alfred Hitchcock Hour. Damn. That's it. Yeah. So, I mean, like, you know, not horrible, but like. He's been in great shit. Yeah, yeah. You just don't remember him. In- <laughs> yeah, not memorable and shit. Uh, moving on to John Hurt, uh, who passed away in 2017. Um, what would he be most known for? The Elephant Man, probably? No. I mean, nerds probably most it's, know it's, him as the War Doctor and Doctor Who. Uh, hmm. Professor Broom, Hellboy. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's right. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's all, he's all another guy that's been amazing shit. Yeah. He was also in the 2014 uh, version of Hercules with the fucking rock. Mm. So let's not pat him on the back too hard. Snowpiercer was fucking awesome. Yeah, Snowpiercer is a good movie. As I mentioned, he was in the Doctor Who as the War Doctor. Um, he was in that is not the Merlin on NBC. That's the Merlin from like Sci-Fi. The that Merlin I think was BBC. Oh, oh yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. My bad. Um, Which is actually decent. Yeah. Uh, he's in Immortals. Oh, movie. my God. Tinker, Tailor, Soldier, Spy. I could not watch that movie. I heard it was, yeah, dry it's as fuck. bone dry. Yeah. <laughs> like, and it's, uh, I don't want to discredit the actors and the way they're acting, but the way the story is told and the pacing in it is just, holy shit. Yeah, I heard that was a rough one to get through. <laughs> I love everybody that's in that movie. Yeah. But, 
I just I couldn't do it. <laughs> uh, he's in the Harry Potter movies. Oh, that's right. He's Ollivander. Um, yeah. Oh, here we go. Hellboy two. Yep. Professor Broom. Uh, not how that's spelled. I think they changed it for the movies. Bullshit. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna go over this 2008 movie. Uh, let's just say it involves an archaeologist uh, escaping, excuse me, escaping a nuclear explosion. Did you see the trailer for the fifth one? I will say it looks kind of good. I don't, I don't get it. <sighs> I, I, I don't it, understand the setting. It looks like it's like maybe like the sixties. It doesn't look like the sixties. It looks like I was like judging by the cars. I like it looked by looked like the sixties. It looked like it was still in the fifties. Yeah, it could be. I know. But then they're flashing back to the World War II era and CGIing all the wrinkles out of his fucking face. Yeah, I was wondering why there were Nazis in it. Like, yeah. yeah like, unless they're in, like, South America or something. I think they're telling, they're trying to tell two stories in it. Okay. And it's a, like a past and a present. Look. I don't need this, like, weird, like, I'm, I'm now the aging man thing in an Indiana Jones movie. What I need are the first three Indiana Jones movies and call it a fucking day yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's action, adventure, romance, and a kick-ass fucking soundtrack. All I need. <laughs> I will say that, like, I'm willing to give it a chance. It just needs to be better than that unnamed 2008 movie. What it also needs to be yeah. is over after yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Because the man is in his mid-70s. <laughs> Leave him the fuck alone. I think he's older. I think he's almost like, if not past 80. No he way. old as fuck. Yeah. There's no way he's 80. Dude, he was Han Solo like 45 years ago, and he was old when he did that. <laughs> I thought he was in his mid-30s when he did that. Yeah, which would be 45 years ago if he was 35. Oh, my God. Oh, oh! it feels bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah Why yeah. does everything feel bad? <laughs> oh, he's uh, going to die soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck! He's going to mumble his way into the grave uh, any day now. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, oh, see, they spelled broom uh, correctly here. Yep. Uh, let's see. I think I... Oh, yeah. We went over there. Those Hellboy animated movies were fucking awesome. I've never seen any of them. Oh, dude. They are literally like, take Hellboy off of the page, put it on film. Okay. With the voice acting of the actors who were in the movies. Oh, yeah. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Let's see. He was in V for Vendetta. I haven't seen that movie in a long-ass time. Oh, yeah. He was uh, the... um, Adam the the prime minister. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, just scrolling through. Yeah, scrolling, 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 scrolling. A lot of like you know theatery, actory ass actor shit. Yeah, I don't mean shit in a bad way. Like I'm just speaking in the vernacular here, folks. Yep, shit as in stuff. Yeah, exactly. Two nudes bathing. Well, well, well. Uh huh. Oh, Dead Man, he was in. Oh, I've never seen that movie. That's the Western with Johnny Depp. It's worth watching once. Yeah, it's Jim Jarmusch, uh, I believe. I think you're right, yeah. Because um, it's in black and white in the 90s, so. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's kind uh, of his thing. He's in Rob Roy with Liam Neeson. Uh, bum, bum. 
I think we did this when we did Hellboy 2. Yeah. Yeah, we did him before. Yeah. King Ralph, Frankenstein Unbound. Oh, King Ralph. Yeah. Duh, yeah. We're going to move on then. Yep. Because uh, we have done him before. Veronica Cartwright. Uh, she came up in something we also did before. Did she? Yes. Um, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, the 1970s one, 1978 version. Yep. Um, she is still in stuff. She has two movies coming out uh, soon. Uh, the Phantoms. Yeah. Uh, that I, pops up, I think, a couple of times in the credits here. I think we've gone over no shit. at least once. Uh, I don't think it's related to the character of the Phantom. Oh. Uh, yeah. Uh, did I go over? No, I did not. I don't think. I hope not. Anyway. I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, I'm talking to myself at that point. No. That uh, kind of not how this show works, Christopher. Yeah, I have to... Control shift T. Uh oh. What is why it? is it not opening? What the fuck? What? What oh, are you? Because I'm on the movie. That's why. I I just want to make sure I didn't gloss over a credit that we normally uh, look out for. Oh. Yeah. Um. Oh, for John Hurt? Yeah, yeah. Just I would sure. think he would have been too big for that. Yeah, like he was big in the. I mean, like he was after the Elephant Man, so like I don't think it was him. But uh, tipping my hand, we do have somebody. No, we'd we'd be past. You're past it already. Yeah, yeah. We're in the seventies. Uh, yeah, he was in Aragorn in the original Lord of the Rings uh, animated movie. Also, by the way, no shit. Yeah, I did not love those. Uh, I never saw it, but like I know people were like very attached to them uh well yeah because that's what you had before you had those fucking movies yeah before so. they did you right yeah <laughs> uh movie what the fuck is this you clicked on an ad oh god damn it uh veronica cartwright that's right if i can get rid of this nutella ad there, there we go <laughs> um she was recently in the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. She was in an episode of Supernatural, uh-huh. uh, Criminal Minds, CSI, Cyber. Ooh, futuristic. Whole, yeah, for the uh, for the sixty and up crowd. A whole gang of voices in Fallout Four. Yeah, Fallout Four. Um, she did some voice work for the Alien video games, Alien Isolation. I think they got everybody. It looks like it. It pops up in like everybody's uh, IMDb here. Um. Have you have you played that game? I have not. So the premise is you play Ripley's daughter yeah, yeah. in the interim between Alien and Aliens. So like you're out trying to solve the mystery of like what happened to uh with the Nostromo. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um let's see. Original flavor CSI. She was on Nip Tuck. Mm-hmm. Bone Order SVU, Six Feet Under, Without a Trace. Uh, just married. Her character's name was... Oh, I forgot Mrs. about that. Pussy McInerney. Yeah. <laughs> Call me Pussy. <laughs> Scary Movie 2 she was in. Uh, Will and Grace shows up again. Uh, another alien... Uh, uh, pro- uh, property alien. Oh, it's outtakes and deleted scenes. But yeah, alien outtakes. What the fuck was that? It's, yeah, that's outtakes from this movie. That's uh, those are called outtakes. Yeah. yeah, she was in four episodes of the X Files as Cassandra Spender. Don't remember. I, that. I've tried to watch through that series, and 
it starts really good and then gets better and then just fucking hits a wall. <laughs> uh, she was in the Rat Pack movie. That was actually a good movie with fucking Ray Liotta as Frank Sinatra. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, ER, Boston Common, Sliders shows up. Uh... <laughs> I mean, there oh, was. Uh, she was in a lot of one-offs here. There man. was a Candyman sequel up there, but uh, we went right past it. Yeah, it was. The, it was. It was Farewell to the Flesh. So, yeah. that, what was that? The second third one? one? Or no, third one? Yeah, Day of the Dead is the second one, right? or is it? Uh, no, Farewell from the to the Flesh is the second. Yeah, one. it's the second one. Uh, she was in The Witches of Eastwick in 1987. Uh, an episode of Miami Vice that same year. Uh, Flight of the Navigator, 1986. Uh, she was in The Right Stuff in 1983. Hmm. Uh, Alien, of course, in 1979. The uh, year before that was Invasion of the Body Snatchers. She was in Serpico. The, the TV, TV series. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, My Three Sons shows up again. Mod Squad, Dragnet 67, Mannix. Uh, so she was in quite a bit of shit here and there. Oh, she's in The Birds. 1963. Oh, shit. Four episodes of Leave it to Beaver in four different years. Uh, She was in the original Twilight Zone. Uh, She was in Route 66. Uh, The original Alfred Hitchcock Presents. Uh, That's really it for the stuff. Note. Moving on. All the way back to 58, though. Yeah. Yeah. 1958. She's still in stuff. Uh, Harry Dean Stanton also passed away in 2017. Yep. Um, So good. Yeah. He's one of those dudes who's just good in everything he's in. Um, I mean, uh, Green Mile was good. A fucking great movie. Repo Man, great movie. Um, yeah, you've seen him in at least something here. And yeah, there. yeah. Uh, he was in Twin Peaks. He was in The Revival. I think he's in Firewalk with me and probably the original series as well. Um, again, Alien Isolation. He was in a Dawes video, uh, Killers featuring Dawes. No, oh, Jesus. In 2013. He's also a musician, too. Oh, really? He, yeah. Like, he had, like, a standing gig uh, in, in Hollywood. He would play jazz, like, I think it was, like, maybe, like, Wednesday nights or something, like a club. No shit. Like, he would just, yeah, like, show up, play some jazz, fucking, it's Harry Dean Stanton, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. uh, Seven Psychopaths he was in. He was in the Avengers for, like, two seconds for some reason. Um, he's in Rango. Uh, he was in an episode of Chuck. He was in um, Escape from New York, or was it L.A.? Uh, he Escape from New York. He's yeah, in. yeah. We we would have gotten there. He's. In I, the... I'm just trying. I couldn't remember <laughs> if it was one or the other, and it was driving me crazy, and the I couldn't wait. Rob Schneider classic, ah. the animal. <laughs> the movie sucked so bad. Uh, the Great yeah, Mile, yeah, two, two. fucking amazing movie. Uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Love that movie also. Uh, he was in the Kelsey Grammer comedy Down Periscope. I love that movie. I love it so much. He was like the grizzled old veteran who knew the old diesel submarines. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. The Next best. Give the shitty old ass submarine. Yeah. The best part about that though, he's like he tapes string from one side to the other side and he says it's uh like the string is taut he goes hey, wait till we hit pressure this thing's gonna crush like a beer can <laughs> and like, you're watching the string get slack in it like the further they go 
Uh, there we go. Twin Peaks Firewalk with me. Uh, Wild at Heart. That was 1990. The Jim Henson Hour. Holy fuck, I forgot that existed. I didn't know that 19... existed. It was like an anthology show where he would, if I remember correctly, they would tell like different stories every week. And it was more like serious, like, uh, yeah. Like, it wasn't always like Muppet stuff. It was like, you know, it could be like original shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Damn. All right. Moving on. Or moving back, anyway. <laughs> Harry Dean Stanton. Uh, he isn't pretty in pink. Isn't he um, Molly Ringwald's dad, I believe? I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's in The Last Temptation of Christ. So we went, like, again, things showed up in a different spot than where I left IMDb. Yep. Uh, right there. There's Jim Henson. Huh? Yeah. Uh, he was in a Rye Cooter video in 1988. He's in The Last Temptation of Christ, also in 1988. Uh, Procol Harum video in 1986. What the fuck? He did a lot of fucking like music stuff. He is Braveheart Lion in the Care Bears movie. What? In 1985. He's in Red Dawn in 1984. He, this is like, I'm, I need a moment. <laughs> <laughs> Repo Man is also 1984. I don't know that I know that movie. Uh, that is a crazy fucking movie. I, I would recommend, we should watch this movie sometime. It's fucking nuts. Uh, like Emilio Estevez gets a job as like a repo man. Mm -hmm. Uh, and like, they just encounter all this crazy weird shit. Like, oh, like they, they, one of the cars has like an alien fucking like thing in it. Like, what? It's weird, (laughs) but enjoyably so. All right. Uh, let's see again. Oh. Starting me off in a different. Here we go. He's in the movie Christine in 1983. Uh-huh. I never really like loved that movie. I didn't either. Yeah, he was an episode of Laverne and Shirley, 1981, Escape from New York. That's right. Brain. Um, Private Benjamin in 1980. Um, Up in Smoke also 1978. Oh, his uh, scene was deleted. Oh damn. Uh, he is in the Godfather saga. That is the uh, like I think he's in Godfather Two, uh, that's why he's in the Godfather Saga. That's the mm-hmm. uncut, like one and two put together in chronological order. Yeah. Let's see. We yeah, Godfather Part Two, nineteen seventy four. Jesus. Oh, that movie is almost fifty years old. I I I am astounded at like so. You look at Godfather, and it is a fucking masterpiece. Yeah. And then you look at Godfather Two. And it is a fucking masterpiece. Somehow an even bigger masterpiece. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. How? <laughs> yeah. And then three. Which, ah. <laughs> yeah, about that. Oh, Kelly's Heroes. Kelly's so Heroes, good. yep. Uh, Petticoat Junction, Adam 12, Gunsmoke. I think everybody, like, I think Gunsmoke, I think we've said this before, Gunsmoke was like the merge she wrote of like the 1950s. Yeah, well, 60s, I mean, like, Gunsmoke was fucking huge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Mannix shows up again. The Virginian, uh, Andy Griffith, Cool Hand Luke. Yeah, yeah, Cool Hand Luke. Sorry, I went right over that one. Um, Wild Wild West. A lot of westerns. Big Valley, Shenandoah. Yeah, two episodes of The Fugitive. Four episodes of Rawhide. He's in a fistful of dollars. Uh, Bonanza, Laramie. How the West Was Won. 
Jesus Christ. After World Travel, a lot of Westerns. Oh, The Untouchables. The original, yeah. Three episodes. Series. I've never seen the series, but fuck do I love the 80s movie, The Untouchables. Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Johnny Ringo. <laughs> 1960s TV series. Uh, the Rifleman he was in. The Texan. Matt Masterson. I would love it if Western television took over again. <laughs> that would be nice. Adventures of Rin Tin Tin in 1958. So, so tired of procedural cop dramas. <laughs> His first credit, Inner Sanctum, 1954. God damn. Uh, let's see. Up next, we have Ian Holm. Ian, Bilbo Baggins Holm. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's probably what he is most known for as uh, Bilbo Baggins from the Lord of the Rings movies. I mean, he's only in like the first and the third one. Um, but I mean, aside from that, uh, he's in the Fifth Element. <clears throat> um, there's a voice in oh, the Ratatouille video game. No, oh, and the movie Ratatouille. Mm. Uh, he's in Lord of War with Nicolas Cage, Strangers with Candy movie, 2005. He never got into that show. Uh, which show? Strangers with Candy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I never thought that was funny. Uh, it, it had moments. Uh, he's in From Hell, 2001. Yes. I love that movie. Yeah, that was a good movie. What else has he been in that I know? Yeah, we're like going through. Wisconsin Death Trip. That's a book. And then the book became the title of Static X's first album. <laughs> All right. Uh, as we mentioned. Oh, that's element. right. He was in the fifth element. Yeah, Vito Cornelius. Uh... <laughs> uh... <laughs> this is back when I was in high school. Our bus would go past the Cinema 10 at Northway. Well, what used to be Northway Mall. Uh-huh. And... Uh... <laughs> I probably shouldn't even tell this. So stupid. <laughs> uh, well, now you have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when the movie Big Night was out, let's just say the H fell off the sign one day, and like <laughs> it looked like a really racist like <laughs> biopic of like Mr. T. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, oh, it's funny. Yeah. He was in Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, which I got to play the pinball machine of last night. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was a pretty sweet pinball machine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, man. We, uh, we, we got to buy some of those. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Looking at you, local FFF. Look, let's face reality. Yeah. You're not going to be around much longer. Yeah. You're going to need to get it. You're going to want to get some money back on that Godzilla pinball machine. Yep. And I just happen to have some money. Yeah. Uh, so let's yeah. Uh, let's work out a what thing. What can we do? What can we do? Yep. Uh, anyway, he's in Naked Lunch in 1991. He was in uh, uh, 1990 Hamlet also. That's the one with uh, Mel Gibson. Um, Henry V. Is that the one with Kenneth Branagh? Yes. I remember we watched that in English class. Triggers the uh, St. Crispin's Day speech, which is pretty bad. Oh, yeah. Yep. No, uh, you're thinking of Billy Zane. <laughs> um, Upon St. Crispin's Day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in uh, 2001. 
tombstone that one is. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh, that movie's perfect. Yeah. Uh, we're still, you know, he's in Brazil. That's right. I forgot he's in that. I still have not seen that, but I hear it is like yeah, a fucking wild movie. Uh, he's in uh, Greystoke. De Niro was in Brazil, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, he was in Greystoke, Legend of Tarzan in 1984. Uh, Christopher Lambert playing Tarzan in that one. And we're seeing that in Drive-In also. Uh, he's in Time Bandits in 1981 playing Napoleon. Oh, damn. All Quiet on the Western Front, 1979. Uh, Thief of Baghdad, 1978. My uh, my experience with All Quiet on the rest- Western Front is like finding the book in my grandparents' attic and reading it. Yeah. And being like, holy shit. Yeah. Oh, Christ, I never want to fucking get shot. I don't <laughs> <know>. yeah. <laughs> Did Were we talking about... All Quiet on the Western Front it was a Netflix is doing the show. Yes, I think so. Where people are upset because it's like, oh man, you got to do all this anti-war shit. You turn like that whole thing is anti-war. Yeah, All Quiet on the Western Front is yeah. anti-war as fuck. <laughs> Listen to uh, One by Metallica. Like, yeah, that'll give you the gist of it. Like, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Johnny got his gun. Johnny bitch. Gun got his gun. Uh, oh, is that? I thought that was All Quiet on the Western Front. No, it was Johnny got his Johnny got his gun. Then what the fuck is All Quiet on the Western Front about? It's about it's the German perspective of World War One, uh, and how fucking horrible it was. Oh, okay. And it is no. I thought that was the one where the dude ends up fucking like blind and deaf. Oh no, no 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 no. Um, so All Quiet on the Western Front is a, a German soldier on the Western Front in World War One, um, but it's it's written by a World War One veteran. Uh, okay. he, was, he was a German soldier, so it's just like realistic. Like this is the shit we actually went. Uh, yeah, through, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's fictionalized, but it's yeah. it's based on his experiences and how goddamn awful it was. Yeah. Ugh. Like, it's brutal. He goes, uh, one of the things that stuck with me was, like, they find this, I, I think it was a Russian soldier uh, dead, and they, they like, they went up, like, fighting over who's going to steal his boots. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I've been going through his credits, and there's yeah. really nothing much of note uh, other than that. A lot of uh, a lot of Shakespeare and actory ass actor stuff. Mm-hmm. That's because Ian Holm was an actory ass actor. <laughs> yeah, uh, Yafit Kodo or Kato, however you want to say that. Uh, fucking, so good. Yeah. Um, probably I would say most well known as Kananga and fucking Live and Let Die. Uh, most well known as an inflatable balloon that explodes at the end of Live and Let Die. <laughs> <laughs> that was so bad. <laughs> the Kananga balloon. <laughs> uh, Wasn't he on uh, In the Heat of the Night? Uh, maybe the TV version? I yeah, think? yeah. I think yeah. it was the TV show. He just died in 2021. Yeah, that was a bummer. Yeah. Um, let's see. Some of the other stuff he was in. He was in an episode of The Wire. I, I need to watch that show. I've never seen it. You really that. do. I, I hear it's like one of the greatest shows fucking like ever made. I wouldn't go that far. All right. Good to know. It's really, really fucking good, though. Yeah. Uh, he was... Oh, Homicide. Life on the Street. That's what he was in. 
122 episodes of that show. Oh, shit. Between 1993 and 1999. Uh, he was an original flavor. Law and Order is the same character for an episode. Yeah, I think they would cross those over every once in a while. Yeah, he was in the Puppet Masters in 1994. That's the um, uh, that very... It was a version of Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Oh, okay. Um, he was in an episode of Sequest. Uh, he was in Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare, 1991. Yep. Oh, we have Ooh, people solving shit. murders. There it is, Father, Father Dowling. Dowling, 1990. Uh, and then, in oh, 1987, shit. played Lieutenant Bradshaw on Murder, Murder She Wrote. Uh, one episode. And we also have Perry Mason, 1987. God I'm damn. I'm willing to, yeah, deem that a hat trick of old fuck people yeah. solving murders. Oh, fuck. I forgot he was in The Running Man. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in The Running Man, 1987. Damn. That is a movie I honestly had. I did not see up until maybe like five years ago. Wow. I had never seen that movie. And yeah. I, I, I It's regret- so good. <laughs> yeah. I, so many years I could have been watching that movie in the background of so many things. <laughs> <laughs> right where it belongs too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right yeah. in the background. Fucking, I, it was so awesome. Anyway, um, let's see. He was on the A team for an episode, episode of Fantasy Island. Also, uh, 1980 version of Othello. <laughs> Guess which character he played. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what the fuck is that? The monkey hustle. <laughs> As he played Daddy, Daddy Fox. Fox. 1976. Jesus. Uh, Shark's Treasure, 1975. Live and Let Die, 1973. Yep. Uh, one of my favorite James Bond movies, I will say. Is yeah, it really? Definitely not one of the best James Bond movies, but I would say one of my Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I fucking love that movie. <laughs> I really do. I, I, have, I have like a special like emotion toward anything James Bond. Yeah. That's like Here's the first Roger Moore James like Bond. pre Pierce Brosnan cuz I used to watch a lot of them as like it's like USA and TNT movies with my grandfather. Yeah. Every, like every fucking weekend. I fucking saw that uh a midnight movie once like way back at the Madison. Live and Let Die. Yeah, yeah. That must have been fun. Oh, I miss midnight movies. Well, I don't. Oh, I miss the concept of midnight movies because, like, realistically, I couldn't hack it anymore. Nope, nope, <laughs> nope, 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 nope. Fucking no, I ain't making it to no midnight movie. No, we went. Okay, so inside baseball here, we went out to the movies uh, f- Friday night, and we saw Violent Night. It was yeah, fucking I was going to say that for the for the shoot. Uh, the we'll, crap we'll, shoot. We'll, we'll we'll talk about yeah, the movie, the crap shoot. We need to talk about that. But uh, what that movie was at what? fucking 7 30 yeah yeah that's about yeah that's about it <laughs> that was good yeah i was awake through the whole thing i remember like when we were done with dinner and like oh oh man i'm fucking exhausted i can barely keep my eyes open it's 10 30 <laughs> <laughs> oh no <laughs> fuck oh uh anyway we will yeah we will talk about violent night yeah uh, fucking he was in an episode of night gallery in 1971 sick uh, guess what? He was in Gunsmoke. Of course he was. Yeah. Uh, Manic shows up for like the third or fourth time tonight also. I think that's the fourth. Yeah. Same with Hawaii Five-0. I think everybody has been in an episode of Manic so and far. And Bonanza also. 
I think the Pig Valley has showed up a couple of times as well. Oh, God. Uh, and that's really it of the, the stuff of note. His first rolls in 1964. Nothing but a man. And then uh, last but not least, Bolaji Badejo only has one role under his belt, but it's a fucking doozy. Uh, he played yeah. the alien in this movie. Uh, he passed away in 1992. Yeah, he uh, he did this and then just like fucking vanished. Yeah. Basically. Um, but did an amazing job. Fuck yeah, he did. Yeah. Uh, so that will do it for the crapshoot. No, it won't. That'll do it for... Oh, yeah. No, that'll do it for better, better known as. We'll move on to the crapshoot. Woo! Yeah. Fucking violent night. Oh, my God. <laughs> Holy shit, man. Yeah. We were talking about this in the lobby after the movie. Like, I I was expecting to be a little disappointed. Were you really? I really was. Like, I you know, I like, it seemed like one of those things, like, this concept is amazing. Yeah. I don't know if they have the the ability to stretch this out into an entertaining movie. There's there's a there's a point where you have to be like, okay, this is enough serious and this is enough tongue in cheek. Yeah. They nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, it is so enjoyably good. Yeah. If you if you're like a fan of the movies that we talk about in this podcast, like this is going to be so right up your alley. Yeah. It's just big dumb fun. Like there's just yeah. no other way to explain it. Like, so take bloody violence, just comedy. Like, yeah, take yeah. uh, take some Home Alone, take some well, a lot of Die Hard yeah. actually, <laughs> and then mix it up with a little bit of Christmas oh. spirit. Sigourney Weaver's flat white girl ass, <laughs> sorry, which is bending over the fucking car. Like, oh my, it's just two legs going up into the back. Like, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like if you like yeah. there should be a picture of Call that, that next to the term white girl ass in the dictionary like chicken like, cutlet yeah 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 <laughs> like one of those fucking fresno night crawlers like what the fuck <laughs> oh anyway uh. violet night sorry i didn't mean to throw that off but yeah <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, Google Fresno Nightcrawlers. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, Violent Night was ridiculous. So there's moments where you're like, oh, this is so tense and and, and like crazy and exciting. And then there's points where you're like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> but they're it's not a bad what the fuck. It's an amazing what the fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you know, if you're not looking for fucking serious, like if you're just looking to have fun, yeah. if you're just looking to like, like, you know, like I said, watch the spectacle. Yeah. Like, oh my God, was this fucking perfect. And like, we went in a big group too, which is the perfect way to oh, see this yeah. movie. Yeah. Group. Like you can, you can sit and watch it by yeah. yourself and you'll be entertained, but you're not going to have the same experience. Yeah. Have a couple drinks, have some friends over. Like I, uh, I brought a flask full of wild turkey to the movie. <laughs> And it was just perfect. <laughs> just have a little something, something. Yeah, I think I think we decided that our new yearly tradition is just to drink a bottle of whiskey and watch this movie. <laughs> drink a bottle of whiskey and watch Violent Night. 
uh, maybe throw on Santa sleigh too. Yeah, if like, just because it's in it's movies, in that ballpark. Yeah, that we that we talk about that we love. Holy shit, is this going to be right up your alley? Yeah, uh, that I was. I was amazed by how good this movie was. Like, holy Christ. Uh, even fantastic. some of the bad jokes are just... It's glorious. Yes, bro. <laughs> Santa Claus is coming to town. <laughs> oh, God yeah. damn it. Go see Violent Night, folks. Yeah. Go see Violent Night. Go to... Also go to the local FFF. While you can. <laughs> know that that place is really going to go anywhere it was well no it was a saturday night it was pretty fucking blown out it was a saturday night. i don't think they made the money required to cover their overhead no yeah uh um, we were there for probably three hours maybe f- almost four yeah and not counting us there was maybe a dozen people there yeah yeah but it's, let's put it this way but it's fun it was, oh, it was fun as fuck. It was Saturday night at like nine o'clock. And when I walked <clears> into their bathroom, the motion sensor came on. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> but anyway, just so everybody uh, knows what it is, it's like Dave and Buster's kind of. Yeah. It's like an independent. It's not a chain, though. It's a, like a local. Well, it's the local FFF. Yeah. Um. Their fatal flaw was opening that place in the ruins of Rotterdam Square Mall. <laughs> yeah. Um, nobody is fucking coming there. No. It's just, if you would open that anywhere else, open it in the city of Schenectady. If you would open that in Mohawk Harbor, yeah. where they have like druthers and all that shit. Oh, yeah. They'd be raking in money hand over fucking fist. Yeah. But you put it in this dead ass mall where there's so no bad. reason to go to. Yeah. The only. The only reason to go to that mall is the aquarium. Yeah, and the soon-to-be-opened... Uh, oh, uh, yeah, the museum. The that pop culture museum. Yes, yeah, yeah. yes. Uh, which, don't get me wrong, I'm rooting for all of you guys, but, like... You gotta look at your fucking yeah, surroundings. let's take a cold look at reality for a moment and what's going on yeah, here. Let's, yeah, let's take a second to remember Latham Circle Mall. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because um, that used to be a hopping-ass mall. Yeah, and the, I used to love going there, like in the '80s and like up until like the mid '90s. Yeah, it was fine. They had a fucking awesome food court. I remember because like my mom would go shopping. The food court was cool. The arcade that they had across from the food court was yeah. cool. I'd get Chinese food at the Chinese place. Yeah, and then spend the rest of the afternoon in the fucking like in the arcade because it was one of those arcades where you'd get like five games for a quarter or something like that. Yeah. Like, it was. It wasn't just one game for a quarter. Yep. Yeah, they had a. I think they had a Walden Books in there, which was fucking rad. Mm-hmm. L.A.'s Hilton, the music store was in there. Yeah. I used to take guitar lessons in there. That was a good mall. Yeah. Shout and, out to Mike Campese. And then even even Rotterdam Square in that same time was a banging mall. Like I remember yeah. going to see movies there. Like uh, what the fuck my was, uncle had what a was store the store there? What was the the brewery place that was in Latham Circle? The big fucking restaurant that was in there. Uh, yeah. Oh shit! What was it? Yeah, I don't remember. It was something brewing company, wasn't it? I don't remember. Shit! This is gonna haunt me now. Um. But anyway, yeah, yeah. I Fuck. mean, I, the the place we went to was awesome. Like the food was really good. We got um. <laughs> this is another like not a great sign. <laughs> 
literally half the items in the menu were blacked out. Like, oh know, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, <laughs> oh come on. So we got what was listed as the Hawaiian pizza, which would have been a spicy Hawaiian ham, pineapple, uh, jalapenos. Yeah, uh, that sounds foul. No, it, well, what we got was like bacon and jalapenos uh, on a, on pizza. And it was fucking delicious. Was it good? Yeah, it was really good. The only thing I ate there were some of Shelly's nachos. Uh, the mozzarella sticks were really good, too. We got those, too. Yeah. Uh, what was- I got was a full gallon of Guinness. Yeah. I drank I, a I, gallon of Guinness. I showed up, and I got a... T- uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> that wasn't 23. It was a... Uh, was 32. It yeah. 32-ounce frozen mug of... I got PBR. You got yeah. Guinness. Uh, I drank two of those and was... Real nice for the rest of the evening. Yeah. <laughs> I actually mathed it out, and I so I realized, like, I was like, this has got to be, a, like, an absurd amount of, of Guinness that I've already drank, because I had three pints, and then I got the 32-ounce, and then I got another 32-ounce, and I was like, I got to be close to a gallon. <laughs> and uh, as it turns out, there's eight pints to a gallon? No. Eight. No. Is it eight? It's no. 124 ounces. No. Yeah. Yeah. It's eight pints to a gallon. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> and I was only at seven, so obviously I had to choke slam another one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I haven't done this in a while, but I, I have drank a, a gallon of Labatt Blue. Oh, yeah. I drank six. This is multiple times. I used to do this back in the day. <laughs> six fucking uh, Labatt Blue. We used to call them Dub Deuces, the 22 yep, ounce. Yep, fucking, Double yeah. Deuce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, because I don't think they do a 24-ounce can, because that would be 24 out the door. It was a bottle. It was like a 22-ounce oh, bottle. Oh, yeah. shit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Had like a weird shape to it. Boy. But yeah, no, I was uh, I was feeling real good. Yeah. Real full. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing about Guinness. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, like they had an awesome arcade with like, amazing pinball machines there was oh like my god universal monsters pinball machine there was a godzilla one that i played like a whole shitload well, on. the 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 fun part about that universal monsters one is that they were like a band yeah it was like the yeah. monster bash <laughs> well i think that was like an attraction at universal studios like in the 90s oh was it they had like a you know like a rock and roll like monsters review oh shit um what else was there's the mary shelley's frankenstein yeah uh there was star wars ninja turtles ninja rush turtles. Ugh. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> game of Thrones. Yeah, Rick they had a Game Morty. of Thrones. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they. one I played a, a bit and I don't remember. I don't know if they all were, but most of them were by. Stern, I think was yeah. the name of the company. Uh, was it? Because they all like the same set, like the, the weird, yeah. like high def video screens. And, yeah. Yeah, because um, they were cool because, like, you would hit a thing and then you would have, like, an objective now. Yeah. Which. I, I kind of hate because I can't look at the screen and look at the game at the same time. Yeah. yeah, no, what I was just doing was focusing on the pins. I wasn't even looking at anything. Yeah. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, that's the one I played a lot, yeah. too. Yeah, yep. Um, there's a Metallica one, too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there was a, what, like a Wild West one. There was like an yeah. old like Funhouse one. Uh, but then there were like video games. There's like bowling alleys. There was axe throwing. Yeah. The place fucking is fucking karaoke. awesome. Yeah, yeah. I wish it was closer and in a better spot. Yeah. I wish it was somewhere where it, would, it could make money. Yeah. 
because uh, it's a really fun place. The food was really good, and it's a shame. Like, yeah, I mean, I guess it's been there a while, but <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't see it doing so hot. Like I said Saturday night, prime time, and we were probably half the people there. Yeah, at, at least, yeah. Yeah. So I won uh, six hundred and like fifty tickets on games. No shit. I spent it all on Tootsie Rolls. <laughs> like four Tootsie Rolls? <laughs> no, like 65 Tootsie Rolls. <laughs> like fucking 10 tickets of Tootsie Roll. <laughs> Absurd. That's awesome. Um, oh, she gave me the dirtiest look, too. I was like, what? You can't just give me a handful of them? She goes, the fucking Tootsie Rolls. She goes, no, I have to do inventory. <laughs> I was like, ah! <laughs> Count them up! Yeah. You tell me they're counting the fucking Tootsie Rolls, lady? Come on. <laughs> they probably are. Like, yeah, probably. They're yeah. like, Jesus Christ. Losing our ass on these Tootsie Rolls. Oh. But that's what we did this weekend. Yeah. I'm ready to not do anything. Yeah. I'm, I'm like... St- I'm doing things to out. Yeah, my weekends have been getting fucking gobbled up recently. Like I like next weekend we have our show and that's like it. And I am just that's all I need next weekend. Yeah. Um weekend at, well, this is after show material. There's something going on, on the weekend after, but I, I will I will tell you about that. All right. Um uh, I have to Excuse myself for burping into the microphone, uh, but I also have to say, <laughs> like, I, right into it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was wrong about something. Oh, what was it? Fucking interview with a vampire. Yeah, I finished. I went back after, like, I just the first episode just did not grab me. Like, I just kind of got bored with it, lost interest, and like last week, I'm like, hey, you know what? Let me just buckle down, and like, I was just like desperate for anything, and like, yeah. Let me give it a second shot. I'll watch the second episode. I let me. I also did only watch the first episode. Yeah, I thought it was okay. Yeah, watch the rest. Oh yeah, it's fucking really good. Okay, I finished the finale last night before we left for for the fucking bar. No shit. Yeah, it was. There's a nice like twist at the end that like I did not like right up until like two seconds before it happened. I'm like, oh my god, that's what like this is. Yeah, and then like they're like, yeah, this was you know that's what this is. I'm like, oh my god, no shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ten, ten episode seasons? Seven, seven. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I thought it was gonna be ten, and I'm like, I'm like, shit. I'm on episode six. I got like plenty more, and like, oh wait, there's one left. Yeah, it's like it, it um, it only covers right up until Claudia tries to kill the stat. Okay. Uh, when they leave New Orleans. Yeah. Like, that's that's just the first season. I mean that's a good place to end it. Yeah, for yeah, the first yeah. season. I, that that actually covers a lot of ground. Yeah, and like they go into way way more detail too. Yeah, I'm like you know into in that time up to that. Um, man, was I wrong? It's really good. I cannot wait for the second season. Um, the the thing we joked about about it being like a story about domestic like gay domestic violence. Yeah, it is a major theme of that show. <laughs> yeah. Like it is about domestic violence. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I was wrong. I still don't like the dude who plays the stat. He's just a little like bland. Like I don't know. Uh, yeah, I wasn't really feeling him in the first episode. Yeah, he never really like. 
he just doesn't have the charisma, I think, to like nail that character because that character, yeah. like, he's a dick, but you're supposed to still like, you're he's irresistible. Like he, yeah. he, he he's like the lovable dick. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, it, man, was I wrong about that? I, yeah, I, he didn't really have like a lot of charm. Yeah, and like even so, like, you know, he's again, it's about domestic violence, so like he's you know being horrible to fucking louis he's being the shit out of louis yeah and then like he's supposed to be like louis like oh, i just can't leave him like yeah i can't quit you pretty much yeah, yeah. like really dude like i don't know yeah yeah i mean there is that like how much of it is like a, a like a psychic hold that he's got on him you know yeah like, yeah i guess you'll never quite know that but um but man, yeah yeah I'll, I'll have to get into that it's good i like the you know I think the thing that threw me off too at that first episode was the differences, like the stark differences, how they change yeah. everything. Yep. But that all actually ends up, I think, working to its benefit. They make the best of it, like uh, you know, setting it in New Orleans in that time period. Yeah. Um, I, the girl who plays Claudia, I thought did a little like weird job of it first. Yeah. But she actually like kind of evolves a little bit, and then like I think she by the end of it, she's really like got it down. Okay. She plays a very manic at first, like just very like crazy and like, oh, I'm a kid, blah, blah, blah. You know? Yeah. But she's also 14 in the story. She's supposed to be 14 years old. Oh. Yeah. Which what? is kind of weird. Like, that's because, a weird change. Yeah, it is. Because like the whole thing is like she's like 10 or so in, you know, in, in the one that we in the movie. No, she's like. Like eight. Yeah. Yeah. She's like well, seven or eight. Yeah, yeah. She's a young, young child. And in this one, like, in, like her whole thing is like she's never going to be taken, you know, as like an adult. Like, basically, like we said, she wants to fuck. Yeah. But like, this girl's fourteen, and like she's still young. She's still a kid, but she's still, but she's more like mature. Yeah. She, you know, it's it's easier for her to pass as like eighteen, twenty or so. Yeah. Than she would be if she was eight years old, you know. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. They they do like. It is also in, like in a weird spot too, where I think it could even be more torturous because she isn't a child, but she's also not a fully grown adult. Right. So she's never going to be one or the other, like you know. Yeah. So that, that that's another like dimension to it, but like I, I like the way they end up where they end up taking her. I, they do a good job. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I recently watched the first two episodes of Yellowstone. Yeah. Uh, fucking rad. Is it really? Yeah. I have to give it a shot. Like it's one of those things. Like I'm just been like resisting and like uh, I don't, don't i mean there's a lot to it now i think there's five episodes of or five seasons of the regular and show like assorted spin-offs and there's one spin-off and out another and started. another one coming but that first spin-off is with sam elliott yeah and the second one's with harrison ford yeah like, yeah 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 it's <laughs> they're probably really fucking good um and you know Kevin Costner is fucking awesome. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think, I think it's like a movie length first episode and then hour long episodes after that. What is it about? Like, so I, I can't tell you like what the series is about, but the, the first setting, basically like? the first couple episodes of it are about, um, like Kevin Costner is a like a, a he owns like a gigantic ranch like fucking acreage upon acreage of of ranch yeah yeah and it's kind of a like a land dispute between him and a guy that wants to like build condos in 
in this area and like bring in all the the fucking city folk and Kevin Costner's character wants it to remain like a like unmolested land and he's yeah. um he gets in disputes with him and then uh disputes with people that are on like the Indian reservation that's right there it's pretty good there's like some political stuff but there's yeah, a lot it's of very conservative which is another reason I've been like oh. but there's a lot of like action and like people just like kind of being badass and like there's there's moments that are fucking wild <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm gonna have to check it out um but yeah i would i would at least at least give it the the initial episode and then like the one after all right all right um i will say i did just start watching fucking uh star trek discovery holy shit do i love this show <laughs> I think I like it more than Strange New Worlds. Yeah? I, I am up to episode, I think, six or seven, or maybe even, like, eight. Because I've been yeah. going, I, I usually been watching, like, an episode when I get home from work. Um, it feels like old Trek. Yeah. But with that new polish on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That same feeling as, like, Strange New Worlds. Yeah. I really dug that first storyline of, like, the whole, like, thing with the Klingons. And, yeah, I'm digging this, man. I'm really, really digging this. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what it is. But like people don't believe me when I'm like Star Trek's fucking awesome. Yeah, they, they <laughs> really did a turnaround, man. Like yeah. I, the last two series have been fucking great. There's really, there's for me, there's really only like two missteps in the Trek first. Enterprise was not good, and the latter movies were not great. Like, yeah, yeah. I liked the first one with Chris Pine. The ones after that. Not so much. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like the first one a whole lot. The second one's okay. And the third one was just... Ugh. Yeah. We're going to kill them with music. Yeah. We don't need that. Oh, fuck off out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's it, though. Uh, yeah, I think that's all I got. I, uh, I, I, I uh, I'm, think that show. Yeah. I've been watching Tulsa King too. Uh, the, I I mean to keep watching. I like I I want to watch it. That it's old man porn, right? Is that what you guys described it as a guilty pleasure. Yeah, yeah. It, it's yeah. It's oh. <laughs> it's 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 Superman for old guys. <laughs> like it's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I I do like sliced alone in most things that he does yeah 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 this looks like he's just kind of having fun with it from the the trailers or whatever yeah yeah. like you know you're playing uh you know an old mob boss like okay that's all i need to know like you know he's just gonna fucking go for it and he's doing it yeah and of course you know it's like i said the first episode like he's he gets out of jail like he's knocking dudes out with one punch he's banging girls half his age like <laughs> fucking it's it's fucking superman for for old dudes yep um so like every now and again like he has like a like a driver like it was a younger dude and like uh martin star plays like the like the owner of this like weed shop that like he fucking like you know forces him into a deal like yeah you know i'll offer you a protection deal you know one of those type of things yep um so like you know he'll bitch about like it just like at least once or twice an episode like oh what's up with transgenders like, <laughs> like weird shit like that like yeah yeah <laughs> like old guy jerry seinfeld yeah like oh why would you know why isn't coffee just coffee anymore like <laughs> like shit like 
Oh, God. <laughs> Things that you secretly want to yeah. bitch about yeah. yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Not even that. It's just like, oh, this is so... I know this is bad, but I can't stop watching this. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely do want to see that. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I think we're done. Yeah. I think we're done here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna get out of your hair. Um before we do that, we're gonna leave you with our socials. Yeah. <laughs> <The>, uh... <laughs> so our website is www.bigdumbmonsterspodcast.com. If you're too goddamn lazy for that, it's also www.bigdumbmonsters.com. Uh, we are no longer on Twitter, so don't look for us there. Yeah, keep right on going. Uh, we are still on Facebook, though. We are Big Dumb Monsters Pod on Facebook. Um, oh, if you want to email us anything, uh, suggestions for the show, suggestions for beers, uh, things you like about the show, things you don't like about the show, we, we want to hear it all. Uh, you do that at Big Dumb Monsters at gmail at gmail dot com. I always forget that the podcast part is not on that. <laughs> um, but if you are on Slasher as well, the all horror social network, we are on there. Uh, I run that account. It's pretty fun. Um, Big Dumb Monsters podcast. Uh, I haven't mentioned it in a while, but we are also we have a Steam account. If anybody's feeling squirrely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Big Dumb Monsters podcast on there. Uh, you can also find us on Instagram at big underscore dumb underscore monsters. Um YouTube. Yes, that's my other. Uh, <laughs> that's the other part I have to remember. Uh, yes, you can check out the uh, slideshow version of the podcast at the Big Dumb Monsters channel on YouTube. Uh, I think our handle is just at Big Dumb Monsters. Um, check out our merch site at T Public. Check out the Big Dumb Monsters store there. Uh, am I forgetting anything? I don't know. I think that's it. I think that's it. That's enough. We have no upcoming shows or anything. So yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, it's going to be a couple months before you get to see us, but May? we're looking forward. May, I think, yeah. Early May, I think. Yes, May like 5th and 6th. Is, oh, 5th and 6th. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be fun. Yeah. That show is yeah. always so fun. Yes, hell yeah. Uh, it's fucking six months away. Jesus. Yeah. Lord. That'll give us time to build up some some, yeah. some swag. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I got I got something brewing right now. Uh, I got a I got a test print of something coming. It'll be a fun little giveaway All right. for people. Did you tell me about this before? I told you about this. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So if those come out cool, we'll have a whole table full of those. Mm-hmm. All right, mm-hmm. all right, all right. That's right. Um, yeah, folks, that'll do it for this week's episode. Yeah. So uh, as always, don't let ghoulies eat your ass. And do not sleep in a deathbed. Bye-bye.